The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh, yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Wednesday, January 31st, the last day of January, the year 2018. We'll see that again, unless we operate in a parallel universe, of course, but that's for another show. Welcome. My name is Jim Phillips, here to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we could do that. Let's talk about your life. Uh, feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to talk about this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter, of course, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 770301. If you text us, you're essentially giving us permission to look at it. And use it on the air. It's up to you. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We uh, work at a, off of that. Uh, Jack <laughs> is here. He's uh, with us. And uh, Mr. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, of course, right after the news with Mo, the bonus round of closest to the pin. And your opportunity to win a You Matter business card, what does that mean? Good fortune for the rest of your life if you win it. Bad luck if you lose. Oh. Not for the rest of your life, just 24 hours, but it is bad, bad uh, luck. We got Jack's audio file today. Yes, sir. Um, regular round of closest to the pin. Scott Maxwell, he writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. He'll join us later in the afternoon. We'll talk about casino gambling, among other things. And then Five Minute Professor comes in. And we have uh, we have Shot Doctor as well today, right? Shot Doctor at 6, followed by 5-Minute Professor. Is that tomorrow? That's today, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yes, sir. And then uh, some drive-home music for you and PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. So there we go. Let me catch my breath. Whew. Busy, 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 busy. Well, by the way, the State of the Union address last night by the President of the United States, President Trump. Uh, Trump. Uh, Trump. <laughs> President Trump. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, they checked the ratings, and it was uh, way below oh, previous boy. states of the union speeches. Sad. And I think it was either 10, 7, 10, maybe even 20 points lower than President Obama's first state of the union address. Uh, yeah, watch it. Uh, I don't think, I, you know, a couple of, 
I'm not a fan of his. Anybody who listens to this program knows that. I, I make no. I know how I'm going to vote in the midterms. I think there's going to be a blue wave. I think the House is going to go Democrat. And I think if it does go Democrat, there's a fairly decent chance he will be impeached. But, you know, that's for later on. But uh, I think if you watched him last night and that slow plotting, you know, he did, a, he did you know, he read the teleprompter. And uh, I don't think anybody can make the claim, hey, I watched him and he's got uh, pre-dementia. I don't see it, you know, no. So I think you can throw that claim out the window. Yeah. Um, I love the line about clean coal, beautiful clean coal. Beautiful clean, yes. Uh, and that, dude, you know, the coal industry has been on the decline since 1975, and for various reasons. Uh, among them, um, improvements in, in machines, so you don't need as many people digging coal. The demand for coal is way down. Coal-fired power plants are on the decline, except for... In a few cases in China and India, but even they're getting the idea that's not such a hot idea. Um, he called us energy. Did he say we're, we're exporting energy? We are an exporter. Not yet. Maybe within a, a few years, but not yet. No, no. That's uh, that's not right. Mm. Yeah, a few other things. Uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? I don't think it changed anybody's mind. I think if you're a pro, uh, if you're a Trump supporter, you thought it was fantastic. You're not a Trump supporter. It was a it was Yawnsville with a couple of maybe scary moments. We go. What do you say? Did you just say something. Let's settle the bets with Pinkman. Mm-hmm. We got some bets here. All right. Num- the number one. Uh, let's because uh, we made some bets in relation to the State of the Union address. By the way, Trey Gowdy, the conservative member of the House who wields a lot of power in the House of Representatives, he's not going to run for re-election. That's another one. That's uh, another uh, one. A Republican. Um, uh, in the House uh, announced yesterday he's not running for re-election. Trey Gowdy today, the one, you know, with the, with the, does he, do you think he bleaches his hair? It's reddish. Reddish? Color. No, I, think it I thought it was natural. Silver. Well, but sometimes it's reddish. Silver. Not to pick on people's appearance, but he's the one like with the triangular head. The point yes. head, or what did you call him, cone head? Mm. Yeah. I called him. But anyway, That's he's uh, decided not to run for re-election, but don't mm-hmm. get, uh, don't, uh, you know, stand up and applaud. There's a very good chance he may be uh, nominated uh, for a federal appeals court. For for a uh, to become a judge. So anyway, <clears throat> so the bets from State of the Union last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not say dreamers. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He did. He, he said did say dreamers. dreamers. He oh, did say okay. dreamers. So the, he, the, Americans the are was, dreamers. He does too. not say dreamers. So, so I owe Pinkman a dollar. That's a dollar. Ah. Yeah, pay. Yeah. Uh, did he say Russia? Never yes. said Russia. He, no, he yes, said he Russia did. once. Okay. Correct. All right, that a dollar to Pinkman. Yeah, another. That's two dollars. Uh huh. Did he say Melania by name or just the first lady? He, the first lady. He yeah, didn't he say didn't Melania. say Melania. So you had a bet that mm. he would say Melania by name. Dollar back to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was uh, Baron there? Nope. No. Baron was not but there. But you didn't bet on that. Yeah, we, we didn't. No, nope, because nope. you both were on the same side. Um. Yeah. Oops. I wonder why Baron wasn't there. I don't know. I didn't say Uday and Use either. They I saw were there. one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. see yeah. both of them? They were both there. Oh, didn't bet on I saw that, did Jared we? and uh, yeah, Ivanka. Ivanka. Jervanka. Right. They were both there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also said somebody would stand up, leave, protest, verbalize, all that. That was one bet as well. They did. They booed. They booed when he was talking about something. That's a dollar back to me. That's even, Stephen. We're even. And the final bet was the fake news. He didn't say fake news. Mm-mm. That's a dollar to me. Where are we? I thought we were split. Wait, no, I thought you owed me a dollar. For that one, you do. What? That he would say fake news? No, no, no. I thought overall you owed me a dollar. That's what I thought until she just read off the bets. 
Do it again. Yeah, you're going to have to do this again. All right. Never said oh, Russia. Geez. He said Russia. He did say Russia. Okay, the bet was he would not say it. Who said Who, what? You said he would not say Russia. All right, I owe you a dollar. Yes. Okay. Does, the bet was he would not say dreamers. He did. He did. Okay. He did. That's another, another dollar. dollar. Two to Pinkman. Yeah. I think we had the wrong answer, Melania by name. Because you said he said her name. Oh, someone that said was, uh, he said uh, his wife's name when he referred to the 12. The 12. Oh, well, I'm not counting on it. He did say Melania. Uh, Somebody uh, who's. No, plenty of texts are saying he did say he did. Melania. Okay, he did. did I say he would or wouldn't? You said he wouldn't. And no. I, All right, okay, fact, that's three to you. Three to pick three. Okay, three and, to And the you. other two, the booing was yours, All right, that's the back and the fake dollar. news was yours. Now okay, he's down so to two, now dollar. he's down to one. I owe you a dollar. That's yeah. correct. Right. Pay up. Oh, Pay up. I don't care. <laughs> Pay up. I mean, yeah, I was down $2 in about the first three minutes yeah, of that uh, oh, whole yeah. thing. It's like, oh, my God. He was talking about the boy here as Melania's guest. Can, oh, is yeah. that it? Yeah, yeah okay. Because at the beginning, he said the first lady, you know, Vice President Pence, Speaker of the House, blah, 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 first lady, and he mm. never said her name. And, they and I went thought, in oh. separate cars. Mm, that was that was kind of juicy. Sort of controversial. Apparently, yeah. they haven't been seen together since uh, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. What's going on Yeah, but on you there? can imagine he had to go real early. She probably just wanted to get there right at the start. I would have taken separate cars. They say it's the first time that the president and the first lady have gone in separate cars. I don't know. She didn't look happy. And there was no Tiffany. She's a beautiful woman, though. You can't take that away no, from pretty, her. I mean, pretty, she's pretty. really pretty. Yeah. But uh, there were moments when they showed her, and she's she's got that look. She looked like, I'm not happy to she's be got here. that Eastern European dagger look. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She oh, does, have a, guy, she does have a pretty intense look. Like, I mess with <laughs> you. You mess with me? Mm-hmm. With a porn star, no medal for you. Right. That She didn't go to Switzerland when that whole story broke, and then she went to the Holocaust Museum by herself. Anyway, what else do we Just do? saying. What else I was going to bring to your attention? So the big story, this has like uh, less than a 24-hour news cycle, the State of the Union address. That's over already, yeah. Because uh, everything's now focused on. On the uh, memo, the memo, mm-hmm. but we're not going to get into that until it really, until the you know what really hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Been paying any attention to this constitutional amendment that will be on the ballot this fall as it relates to casino gambling in the state of Florida? We'll talk to Scott Maxwell about this because he wrote about it. At first blush, you're going, "Oh my God, they're going to have a referendum on whether we Floridians uh, are will are willing to approve or reject casino gambling in the state of Florida." That's not what it's all about. As written, here's what it comes down to. This is essentially a referendum being pushed by anti-gambling interests, namely Disney. Because Disney doesn't want any kind of, you know, the more they can limit gambling, the more money they believe goes into their pocket. Because people who spend money on gambling might not be going to Disney property or spending money on Disney property. So what it is, essentially, if it were approved by the citizens of Florida, it would mean that, for instance, if, or if, Palm Beach County mm. or Palm Beach or West Palm Beach yes. said, hey, we're in favor of uh, opening a casino in Palm Beach County. Under this referendum, if approved, the whole state would have to vote on that. Right. The whole state. So meaning the people in the panhandle can, can would see. be able to vote up or down on whether Palm Beach or West Palm Beach can have a casino. Oh. Seriously? Mm-mm. Shouldn't that be like local, local of course. whatever? Well, of course. Logic would say, well, you know, there are different interests, you know, depending where you are in the state of Florida. We in central Florida might, I don't know, unless, you know, who knows. 
we in Central Florida say, look, we want to protect the theme parks at Disney, and this is the, the mother's milk of our economy, and we just don't want casino gambling here because we think it would take money away from those uh, from our financial interests. All right, it's money that would go to a casino that doesn't go to you know SeaWorld or or Universal or or Disney. So, but we want to allow people in Jacksonville or uh, Pensacola or 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 Naples to decide. No, so. We'll get a little bit more information on that. Get uh, get a little deeper with Scott Maxwell when we talk to him yes. later in the hour. There's something else I was going to talk about. No, I can't remember. I'm going to just have oh, to boy. hit my head against the wall a few times. Oh, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. From- He's got the news that he- Today would be a great day for Donald Trump to let us see his tax returns. Let's get the news and the birthdays and all that good stuff. Here's Mo. Uh, Jim, it's just about an hour from now. SpaceX is planning to launch a Luxembourg government satellite aboard a Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. The liftoff was scheduled for earlier in the week, but it's today. Um, And it turns out that... um, 425 is, is the scheduled blast off, and there's a 90% Blazing. chance of good weather. So we're all good. It looks like I'm, you know, watching it live, keeping that in a little square on my computer just because I'm fascinated by the SpaceX thing. And they launch the satellite, Jim, and the first stage comes back down to the Earth. What? And they can reuse it. It's just amazing to me. Uh, more than one million Floridians are now dealing with flu-like symptoms. Ooh. One million Wash your hands. One million. According to a medical research company, nearly 6% of Florida's population either has a cough, sore throat, chills, fever, all of it. That is slightly above the national average. Nasty. Uh, yeah. A Polk County gymnastics coach is charged with possessing child porn. He's our oh, very own surprising. Larry Nasser. Uh, investigators say the guy's name is Alexander Kachalov. He taught students between the ages of 3 to 15 in both group and individual mm-hmm. classes at a gymnastics place out in Lakeland. Time for a balance beam. After his arrest, uh, Coach Kachalov yes. admitted to downloading also videos and an image of young boys and girls involved in sexual behavior. More charges could be coming. Bye-bye. Your mm-hmm. life is over okay. as you knew it. Yep. See you later. Sorry. Bye-bye. Comrade. Mm-hmm. Detectives- Get you away from children. Yeah. Detectives are investigating a homicide after a man's body was found this morning near Orlando International Airport. A passerby called 911. The death is being investigated as a homicide, but how the person died is not yet being released. Florida is home to more than 150 of the highest rated hotels in North America. That's according to the latest diamond ratings from AAA, which rates the properties on a scale of one to five diamonds based on guidelines for Wait a minute. cleanliness. There are 150 high, highly rated ones, and we have some of them. Or we have 150. We have 150 of the highest rate. Yes, of the highest. Yep, yep, yep. Are you kidding me? Based on these things, cleanliness, comfort, hospitality, we have 10 hotels earning the top rating of five diamonds. Okay, I could probably. Okay. All right. 
including the Ritz-Carlton at Amelia Island, Fort Lauderdale, and Naples. So all three of those are Ritz-Carlton's. The Four Seasons Resort at Walt Disney World and in Palm Beach. Mm. So that's, you know, five of the top right there uh, are the, the highest one, which is five diamonds from AAA. More than 100. I mean, you get a mint on your pillow or something? It's pretty fancy. Ooh. Five diamonds is pretty, yeah, it's up there. Uh, valet and butler service. Mm-hmm. Concierge service in your room. I don't know. Uh, oh, more, concierge. I mean, you find you know, all over the place. I don't know. I'm, I think it's like pretty. I don't want a concierge. Fancy. I want a butler. Oh, more than 100 yeah. companies are looking to hire workers in Orlando today. It's called the Mayor's Job Fair. It's for another hour or so at Central Florida Fair uh, Expo Park, sorry, on West Colonial. Yeah. According to Central Florida Employment Council, companies on hand include the big ones, Disney, Universal, and all that, Rosen Hotels and stuff, uh, and Papa John's Pizza. Uh, you can find out more online if you're in the market for a new job, cfec.org. The mayor of Tallahassee is accusing the Speaker of the Florida House of trying to divide the state of Florida, to score political points as he's planning a run for governor. How unusual in politics. Republican Richard Corcoran (laughs) wants the director of Homeland Security to investigate Tallahassee and St. Pete because he says they are sanctuary cities. What? But the mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, says there's no sanctuary cities in Florida. What are you talking about? And the speaker knows it. Even Miami's not a sanctuary city. Right. I don't think. I don't think so either. Gillum, a Democratic candidate for governor, is also calling on Corcoran to pull a new campaign ad in which he says... Anyone could be murdered by an immigrant. That's Corcoran for you. Well, so that's a true. little. That's kind of a. That's a little well, dramatic, anybody could right? be murdered by anybody. I know. What? The? I, God, oh my! Seriously. You? Uh, yeah. Could be murdered by an immigrant. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Church Street Exchange. It's all of those shopping areas around Church Street Station, right? Surrounding property. Uh, it's a hub for for tech companies. It Can says you shop here. There? Uh, I've never know. I don't yeah. think there are shops there. Like well, it one used to be. Two, no. Yeah, now there are businesses. Like tech shops? What are the tattoo Stop. parlor? What is it? No, those are further down. Tech companies have have offices in there now. Right. Uh, it turns out they sold it. What? It's now, yep, it's all been sold. <gasps> that used to be a hotbed of activity. I, yes, indeedy. Back they in the sold day. it to an Indian-American businessman. Back in the 70s? And Holy an Orlando. The good old days. An Indian American as opposed to an American Indian. It was uh, to right. a certain degree, you know, good old days. I mean. In the 70s and 80s, it was a hot hot spot. It was. Church Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this Church Street. Rosie exchange, you know the Church Street Exchange building? I know what it is. Okay, I've been there well, a million times. All right, good. It sold today on the north side of Church Street for $14.2 million. Uh, an Indian American businessman bought the buildings along with a local guy. Um. So, so there you go. Uh, the the Indian fellow who bought it. The what Indian they can do with it. Well, he says he won't demolish it. He says, <laughs> sounds sort of Trumpish. Beautiful buildings. It will, is. We'll focus on filling them up with quality tenants. And the inside. I mean, oh, at least at stunning. one time with all that sure. wrought iron and the yeah. staircases and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. He really wants to put in entrepreneurs and startups in there because tech companies have gravitated to that area. Yeah, right. So he said, ah, good. Uh, yeah. Uh, one person is dead, Jim, and two persons are injured after an Amtrak train carrying some Republican lawmakers and their families collided with a garbage truck outside of Charlottesville, Virginia uh, today. That hurt. One Texas representative said they felt a jolt. Some people's phones went flying. Their kids <laughs> fell off the seat and this and that. <laughs> Luck, if you were sitting down, you didn't have so much injury. But the garbage truck guys... You know, often on the garbage truck, some guys are hanging on to the back. Yeah. You know, there's a driver and then there's hanging on, guys. Uh, that, yeah. 
Just hang on to that handle in the back of a garbage truck. That's hard work, man. But maybe not hard work. Stopping on railroad tracks. Not a good idea. I don't know who stopped where or what. At least if you're on the garbage truck, you know you could jump off. I mean, if you're driving it. Well, first thing is you made a big mistake. Well, you may not know who stopped where, but I think we know the train is kind of restricted to be on the tracks. Yeah, they're on the tracks. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Uh, all three of the fatal well, the fatality and the two injuries were all garbage truck related. Uh, you know, they were all part. They were all part of that. Uh, people on the train were not injured. I mean, some people were banged up, maybe a little bit or ruffled up, but not so much. Uh, one congressperson uh, conked his head. And so he may have been looked at by the. Right, just sweep up everything, put it in the back of the truck. <laughs> I don't think. Let they me take a little break. Cars. More news no. with Mo. The birthday's no. upcoming as well. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Back to the news and the uh, food of the day. The birthdays. Yeah. Back to Mo. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Today, January thirty first. Mm-hmm. This first month of twenty eighteen is in the books, uh, and the food day is a double header. It is a cocktail called, it's National Brandy Alexander Day, whatever that is. Sister of Jason. Oh, no. That's and, weird. That was, I mean, oh, that's just. That I was mean, quick, no, though. It was quick. It wasn't yeah, but funny, it wasn't though. even. It wasn't funny, but it was fast. Good one, Pinkman. Thanks, Jack. I think it was quick. It wasn't <laughs> it's like funny. like two but chuckles on a 10 chuckle scale. All right, good. Better than brown tie, yellow teeth. No, that was not funny. Hey, I didn't uh, make the joke. I'm that was Rodney Dangerfield. Okay, so. Brand, that's not even a one chuckle. Brandy Alexander Day. It's also. A, a hugely popular another drink day also, but it's not alcoholic. It's hot chocolate day. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. It's hot chocolate ah, day. No, I've never been. Uh... You know, some with mush with uh, mushrooms, uh, uh, marshmallow. Mushrooms. No, no, I didn't mean mush. I meant marshmallow. Um, some without marshmallow, but whipped cream. Eh, you put yeah. some ready whip. Spray some you ready whip on top. That kind, yeah. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Uh, one of our Republican congressmen. Not a big hot chocolate. It gives you know. The trots with it. What? Maybe yeah, really you're lactose intolerant. I'm not lactose intolerant. You must be. Okay, so I eat ice cream, drink milk. Well, Nothing what happens. What hot chocolate? Why would that make you I, have the trots? Maybe because it's hot. It's hot milk. Milk. Uh, I don't know. Is it really milk? What? Hot chocolate. Well, it's not you who. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, that's hot. That's chocolate no, it's water. milk, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, chocolate water. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's that. That's just nasty. No, but if you well, use Swiss Yoo-Hoo's Miss, awesome. if you use Swiss Miss or Nestle's packets. And you're making instant, you know, hot chocolate. Oh, that's fake hot chocolate. Oh, for Christ's sake. That's like, yeah, that's like drinking Sanka instead of coffee. Uh, It's not decaf, no. No, it's Sanka. I mean, it's fake. It's ersatz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ersatz. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Ersatz. Nice. Republican from Florida, his uh, House member, Matt Getz. This guy is uh, as crazy as a bed bug. Oof. He is really passionate, and um, everybody gets to invite a guest, I guess, or some people do. He's borderline Nazi. Uh, I don't know anything about that, but I, I do. do know that he invited somebody to go to the State of the Union um, as who his was guest. That? Well, Jim, he invited a white supremacist alt-right guy Hello. as his personal guest. His name is Chuck Johnson, and it turns out that, uh, yeah, when they did a little background on Johnson... Um, the reason that they said to Matt Getz, why'd you invite this guy? He's an alt-right, you know, really scary guy. And he said, well, I had an extra ticket. My father has bronchitis. That's how stupid Matt Getz is. He's no. a congressman out of the panhandle. You see him on Fox. Every once in a while, he kind of slimes his way over to MSNBC. Is that right? Every time he yeah. does, whether it's CNN or MSNBC, mm-hmm. whoever it is, they just take him apart. By the way, the next time you see anything Twittered, or tweeted by uh, by Matt Getz. Yes. Just tweet back. How many uh, DUIs and Ooh. traffic violations have you had since 2004? 
10, 15, 20. Just asking. What's the answer? Do we know? Just asking. I got to do some homework here. It turns out that this this guy that he was the guest last night, this Johnson guy, uh, Chuck Johnson, has made all manner of of horrible comments about denying the Holocaust, uh, doesn't think gas chambers were used in the camps. uh, I mean, all manner of things. And Getz says, oh, no, he's into stuff I'm into. (laughs) <laughs> like crypt- okay. like uh, marijuana and Bitcoin, uh, but he never mentions the Holocaust stuff. And he works for a white supremacist website called the Daily Stormer. That should be a tip off where this guy's coming from. But anyway, hey, yeah, come on. I know him a long time. He's a nice guy. You oh, know speaking of Storm, Stormy, Stormy Daniels uh, is the next story up here. Adult film star Stormy Daniels. First, she said to In Touch magazine, and it came out last week, right, that she had an affair with. Uh, the Trumpster way back when. Uh, and uh, now uh, her lawyer typed up and poorly typed, I might add, a-, a denial. And she supposedly signed it. And it went around yesterday, right before the State of the Union. Uh, it turns out that um, she went on Jimmy Kimmel last night and didn't say anything except that, well, I might have a no- non-disclosure, but I can't tell you if I do. Okay. Lame. She was so lame. It was awful. She allegedly got $130,000. Then what'd you get paid for if you didn't have a, if you know, you issued a denial, what'd you get paid for then? Keep that, keep that narrative going as long as you can. That's oh, all. It's, you know, make yep. America horny again. Oh boy. You know, she's, I mean, she's, here's you know, another one. She's who's, visiting different yeah. gentlemen's clubs and you go, I mean, it's, it's all about money career. in her pocket. Or he knows her career's coming to an end if it hasn't already. Yeah. She had her whole business show. I mean, not her whole business, but she had a lot. Well, that's part well, of the that's deal. Business. Yeah. She had some stuff showing South Carolina Republican representative Trey Gowdy announced uh, just a little or a while ago that he will not be running for re-election, Jim, and intends to leave politics when his term is up it's Big this news, year. these Republicans, man. No matter how oh, many of you saw yeah. them standing and cheering and uh, patting each other on the back last night at the State of the Union, a lot of them are bailing out. <laughs> they see what's coming this He fall. was elected in 2010. He's from South Carolina and says, no, he's not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And instead, we'll be returning to the justice system. Whatever that means. He says, I'm better in the courtroom than I am in Congress. And I'm going back to that part of my career. Oh, uh, I can't wait for that blue wave. Ooh, boy. Mm, doggy. Don't get lazy. Don't get complacent. No. Got to take it out on them. These asshats have been pushing us around ever since the inauguration. No, Time to get back at them. Then who, the party begins. Who's us? I don't you know, know what I'm saying? What? You're claiming to be a Democrat? I'm NPA. You're, you are, too. What are you talking about? NPA. What about? No party. So? You say us, he it said they've like been pushing us around. Us. Yeah, well, they've been pushing Americans everybody around. around. Uh, pushing, pushing Americans. Oh, I'm not Americans. referring to Democrats. you got your own damn problems. Oof, no kidding. White Jesus. House, Jim, uh, White House Chief of Staff John... Nancy Pelosi, they're sucking on a lozenge. You Was know, she... looks like she's trying to readjust a denture in her mouth. Not good optics. Then you got Kennedy uh-huh. delivering the, you know, the counter yeah, State of the uh-huh. Union or yeah, whatever you want to call here. it. Uh-huh. It's got, it looks like he's drooling out of the side of his mouth. It's optics. It does matter. Too much lip gloss. Uh, look, White House Chief of Staff John Kelly says the world will soon be able to see that classified memo we were talking about before. It alleges wrongdoing by the FBI in the Russia thing. So Kelly, of course, tells Fox News. Oh, the one that was edited? Yeah. And they conveniently left out a lot of stuff, uh, at least according to Democrats. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Well, man, a, the Justice Department says don't I release it. Off. 
The Justice Department says it's gross negligence to release this thing. The FBI says it's gross negligence to release this thing. This has never uh, happened before in our they, republic. Oh, yeah, Classified yeah. information, they vote to declassify. Of course, the president has to sign off on it. It was written by the this Nunes guy who he's already is compromised. We he's know a, that from six months ago. He's a Russian agent. I am now convinced oh. he's been compromised by the Russians. He's doing their bidding. A lot of people keep saying, even the director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, has urged the White House, begged them not to release this thing, but they're going to release it anyway, according mm-hmm. to John Kelly. And I, I don't know if you've heard of this uh, company, Quicksilver. It's a surfwear uh, clothing. That's what I wear. Yes. yes. When I'm yes. surfing. Yes. The head of At that least com- 20 years ago. The head of that company is lost in the Atlantic. What? His, his boat Same. washed up in Fran- on a French beach. Well, I'll be, you know... And these searching. things have happened before. You know, the boat washes up, you yeah, know, it could be a setup. He's way behind. Maybe he owes money to some oligarch in Russia, you know, and he's manufacturing his own appear- uh, disappearance for the insurance money. What a vivid imagination uh-huh. you have. French officials are searching by Just air saying. and sea for Pierre Agnes, who lives in France with his wife and three children. Uh-huh. The local Coast Guard said they are resumed. They're looking for Agnes today after suspending the search a little yesterday, but... Uh, he often goes fishing in the morning on his boat, yep. but the boat washed up and he wasn't on it. How convenient. I don't know. He took another lover in a different country and know. abandoned his family. Orlando coach Frank Vogel called it. He says, look, I owe these guys $30 million. I don't know what I'm going to do. Look, I'm, gonna, you know, I'm going overboard, you know, mm. set the motor. The thing's going to wash ashore. he got about a year or two where, you know, just remain Oof. hidden. Where's he going to go? You collect them where, where, where people run off to. Mm. Oh, to that place. Yeah, where, where is that? Morocco. Oh, Maybe. Morocco. Morocco. Belize. Belize. Mm. So would the uh, the people who are owed money then go after the family after they get that insurance settlement? Mm. Oh, I don't know. It's a They're long time till they can Morocco. declare him dead, right? I mean, I don't know. Uh, what I do know is last night, Orlando coach Frank Vogel called it a heck of a performance, but he wasn't talking about Orlando. Oh, boy. He was talking about James Harden of the Houston Rockets because Harden got 60 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, and the Magic lost yet again, (laughs) 114 to 107. It happens all the time when you get a triple-double and score 60 yeah, or more points. Yeah, but not six. No, it Same. doesn't. He is the first player in NBA history to score 60 like points. Like I said, this has never happened before. While recording a double-double. Good job, Magic. Double. Good job. Oh. <laughs> Good defense. Oof. Well, uh-huh. Jim, uh, let's continue. And after sports. the guy gets up to about 40 points, so she's like, all right, time out. All right, all right guys, let's you know, let's double-team this guy. Yeah, something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I think you would think so. Yeah, right? Double team. Let's watch we know what I'm saying. We think we know who's going to get the ball. Yeah, this really. guy's uh, he's hot. Know, he's very hot. In case you forgot, guys, it's called a streak. He's on a hot streak. All yes, right, so let's mm-hmm. let's get out there. James Harden, first time in NBA history, and it was against the lowly. Then they Madden. just complain to the refs and say, "Come on, this is unfair." Take can, him out. Can, yeah, make him sit down. His shoes are untied. Where you just throw in the towel. No, they never do. Yeah, that. you got a two minutes to remaining, yeah. and we're not, you know, yeah. towel, blow the whistle. Can we we're be out done? Of here. We're going home, it, Jim. There's just no real towel because the Magic have been doing that for the past six years. <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> you know, Ouch. in, in uh, Pee Wee baseball or whatever, if if the score is super lopsided, mm-hmm. uh, they stop the game. The forfeit rule. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like okay, we're done. You don't want to humiliate anybody. Now, this wasn't. A, it didn't end up as a humiliated score. True. Because it was one fourteen to one oh seven, it was only seven points different. But that that guy, that Harden, he's he's a superstar. AAA and Budweiser will have their toe to go program up and running here in Florida for Super Bowl weekend. What's that? It's oh, toe to go, yeah. which means you know that they that. will come get you. 
Don't drive. They'll tow your car home. Free towing by AAA. Yes. If you're drinking alcohol, Mm. you are advised to have a game plan to get home safely. Either choose a designated driver, call a cab, call an Uber or Lyft, or stay where you're celebrating. Otherwise, you can call AAA tow to go. And they'll give you a free ride home for you and your car. They just start making some bets about the Super Bowl ping. Mm. I'm still thinking about my prop bets I want to make. Mm-hmm. Like halftime show stuff and all. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, uh, you know, weird bets. Okay. Fox Sports and the NFL announced today a five-year deal to broadcast Thursday night football. For the last couple of years, Thursday nights were shared by CBS and NBC. But today, Fox announced they've got it. Ah. And it's a five-year deal. That the score... Final score. I got to write this down now, don't I? Whoever wins, I'm not saying who's going to win, is at least at least 10 or more. You Wait, what? No, now, whatever the no final deal. score is, the victor. The difference. All right, how about six or more? You think that they'll win by six I'm or not saying more. who. Either Philadelphia wins or New England wins, and whoever wins it will be by six or more points. I will bet you. Two different bets. I will take both teams. What? That doesn't make any sense. Mm, Think about it for a minute. I'll I'll take New England plus six. Then I'll take uh, Eagles plus six. All right. I'll give you seven seven points. Whoever wins, wins by seven points or more. Mm. No deal. That seems like a deal. A what? Nothing. Meryl Streep is a mom. Mo, uh, the rule you were talking about in sports is the mercy rule. That's it. Yeah. You know, you feel bad for them after, yeah, you know, after a certain score. But, but that's not, Pee-wee. That's the team not was an, close. Such uh, a dollar. Right. There are at least two interceptions. Two interceptions. No deal. Oh, come on. I can't write it down and then you say no well, deal. Well, then wait. Yeah, why are you writing it before I agree? <laughs> because then you say, oh, you don't have it down. Why don't you have it down? Mm-hmm. So I have it down. I have it down. I and I, no good. I say that. Uh, yeah, I bet you a dollar that deal, Brady that. throws for over 250 yards. Ooh, ooh that's a good that one. A that good, good bet. 250 nice yards. 250 or more. She wrote Brady. it down. You better bet. I bet a dollar Brady will throw for 250 or more. I'll say, I say Brady will throw for 250 or more. If he throws 250 or 251 or anything, you owe me a dollar. I'll take that. Bro. Okay, right So you're that saying down. less than 250. Yeah. Jim. Go Eagles D, right? That's yeah. Who that's who yeah, you're betting on. All right, that's so, a bet. Okay. Eagles D, always bet defense. Jim is betting Brady has 250 plus yards passing. Right. You yeah. got that? All right. Yes. Mo's on board, everybody. There got you it. go. All right. Meryl Streep, Jack, is... <gasps> what? I, I, you're going to be offended, I think. Oh, what'd she do now? Well, she has taken the place that you should probably have taken. At Bruce she Springsteen's side? inducted oh. into the New Jersey Hall of Fame. You know, I'll get there maybe. As soon Meryl as you, Streep. I'm still was, waiting on UCF to put my name up somewhere. She was among 20 people inducted. <laughs> uh, she will be joining Stevie, little Steven Van Zant, right? Uh-huh. Debbie Harry of Blondie, the Astronaut Brothers, Mark and Scott Kelly, Cake Boss Buddy Velastro, uh, who I love him, and singer Frankie Valley also inducted. Sinatra but, better be up there. But he's already in. The ceremony takes place uh, in Asbury Park in May, but no Jack Bradshaw at this time. What about William Joel? I don't know. I'll have to look. Thanks for keeping an eye out for me, Mo. I know. I just saw it. Billy Joel is Long Island. He's a New York guy. No, that's fake news. No, it, it is. He grew up on Long Island. So An attorney for Harvey Weinstein yeah. is crying in crocodile tears. But Snooky, isn't she a New yeah, Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Or oh, she, uh... she gets up before me. I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah. Polly D. That's we'll, it. We'll have to look saying. up, you know look up the New Jersey Hall of Fame. I don't what know who's What about in... little Tony Bambino? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They should all follow me on Twitter. Hey, Baco Paparazzi. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Come on. Gordetto Gardozzi. 
Harvey Weinstein's Gino attorney. Gino Bambalusi. Mm, yeah. Harvey Weinstein's attorney says Rose McGowan is trying to smear his client, Harvey. The attorney released a statement saying that Rose McGowan's claim of rape against Harvey is a lie. He went on to say that McGowan is simply trying to make money while promoting her book in which she details her allegations against Weinstein. The actress says that Harvey forced himself on her during what began as a business meeting at Sundance in 1997, which Weinstein denies. But his attorney is crying all over the place. Oh, it's not true. But... Well, you know, Rose has written a book and has come out. She's the, like one of the leaders of the Me Too movement and Whatever the Times that Up cocaine and cocaine charge against her. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Lord, the right. singer is, is going straight to her fans after being snubbed at the Grammys. The New Zealander. Uh, New Zealander. No, New Zealander. I love that movie. New yeah. Zealand. New Zealander. Yeah. New Zealand. That too. She's kiwi. From, she's from or New Zealand. Kiwi. Mm-hmm. She's a Kiwi. She Boy. took out a full page ad. In her country's biggest newspaper in Auckland, thanking fans for believing in female musicians. Lord was nominated for Album of the Year. Didn't get it. She was the only Album of the Year finalist not asked to perform a solo even. Everybody else who was an Album of the Year uh, mm. contender got to do a solo. She didn't get Pissed one. somebody off. I don't know. I don't know. Just asking. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm just right. saying. Uh, yeah. And uh, O.J. Simpson is allowed to keep his money. We told you yesterday that a judge in L.A. Uh, was asked to, you know, what about the request that was made by the um, Goldman family to turn over profits from autographs to satisfy the civil judgment? But O.J. is allowed to keep his money for now. Um, the judge said Goldman's father wasn't able to identify who's paying Simpson, so he tossed the case out. Just saying. Um, and... The Kardashians, I, this is my guilty pleasure. You know, I, I've said this before. Um, and there's something called a Kardashian curse. Over the years, these sisters have gone out with athletes, let's say. And as soon as they go out with an athlete, their career goes in, in the toilet, right? Their career goes right down the drain. Blake Griffin may be the latest victim of what's being called the Kardashian curse. A social media superstorm was set off after the often injured L.A. Clippers superstar was traded to Detroit. Folks started calling it the Kardashian curse because he's recently been romantically linked to one of the sisters, this one Kendall Jenner, sister of Kim and Courtney and Khloe Kardashian. Before Kanye West, you know, Kim was married to that NBA player, Chris Humphrey. That lasted four Spending seconds. more time on this story than the State of the Union story. Yeah, well, we said we're not going to talk about that. No. 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 Just saying, there's a Kardashian curse, and Blake Griffin is now belly aching that he's a victim of that. I don't know how you prove some such a thing. And it's like wearing old jewelry, somebody else's jewelry. Mm. Antique jewelry, you mean? Or yeah, well, you have to run that risk. You got to know that going in. Mm. That's true. It might be good karma, it might be bad right. karma, but you're picking up the vibes of whatever they left no on that question jewelry. About it. Uh, the guy who played Jesus Christ in Passion of the Christ, the movie. Jim Caviezel points. Jim Caviezel may be rising again as Jesus. <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter, uh, which represents Caviezel, is saying that he is in negotiations to return to the role of Jesus mm. in a sequel to Passion of the Christ. The film was directed and produced by Mel Gibson. What, he comes back three days later? I get it. No. <laughs> uh, the film that was directed Spoiler cost $30 alert. million dollars to make and grossed $612 million worldwide after being released in 2004. But Caviezel told USA Today, this new movie called The Passion of the Christ, colon, Resurrection, could be the biggest film 
in history. Woo! Yeah, they're going to combine it with Goldilocks and uh... other fairy tales. No, no, that's not nice. You know, people of faith, they're they're in it. You know, so that was a hugely popular. Well, there might be some cinema. people out there. Goldilocks church people. Oh boy! Happy happy birthday today to Justin Timberlake. I don't know. Uh, Thirty-eight. Forty. Damn it. Jack. Thirty-nine. Mm-mm. What'd you say? Thirty-eight. Yeah, he's thirty-seven. You get no. it, but not oh, on the dot. Okay. All right. Uh huh. Finally, a point. How about Mini Driver? <sighs> Mini Driver. Mm-hmm. You know her, dark hair. I know brunette. who Mini Driver yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay. was in the movie with John Cusack. Mm. She was in that show about the uh, gypsies. She was. I, I like that show. She is now fifty. Believe it or not, fifty-four. Fifty-six. Fifty-five. Double nickel. What'd you say? Fifty-four. Yeah, she's way younger. She's forty-eight. So, yes, you get that point as well. Well, she looks... No, she doesn't. And finally, uh, I don't think he's on Saturday Night Live this year, but I think up until last year, he was on for many years. Bobby Moynihan. Oh, yeah. Who? What? Who? Bobby Moynihan. Do it again? Sorry. I was thinking about (laughs) Minnie Driver. I was trying to think of another movie she was in. Bobby Moynihan. Formerly of SNL. Oh, he's now uh, 40. Mm, 35. Nope. 37. Jim, 41. Oh, what a queen. Well, what a what? I was going to say a queen. A clean sweep. A, cl- a queen sweep. All yeah. right, three points. And, I'll take them. And that's the Lottie Dodd. Just call me Moira. Shut them down. Oh, Bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming. We'll clear the lines. We'll choose one of you to go up against Pinkman. Hopefully you win. And we'll have good fortune for the rest of your life. All next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Hey, FYI, before we get into this bonus round, NBC is reporting. Twitter says it has notified approximately 1.4 million people about interactions with Twitter accounts potentially connected to a propaganda effort by a Russian government-linked organization known as the Internet Research Agency. Now, let's see here. There's no connection. There's no, they're not trying to interfere with anything. You know what I'm saying? Sure they are. That's what, why the president devoted so much time to it in last night's State of yeah, the Union. Yeah, and I love what he had to say about climate change as well. Not I mean, it's just... Nope. Uh, what? <laughs> not a minute. Oh, I know I should have watched. All right, here we go. Ray's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. And Ray wants to win that You Matter business card, guaranteeing him good fortune for the rest of his life. Ray also knows if he loses, uh-uh. bad luck. For 24 hours, Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. Let's go over to Ray and get this underway with Ray. <laughs> Ray, how are you today? I'm good, Jim. How are you? Pretty good, Ray. We've got 10 questions for you, okay? They're all interconnected. Just answer to the best of your ability. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Ray, President Trump gave his State of the Union speech last night, but the movie Altered States came out in what year? 2003. Actor William Hurt was in that movie. How old is Hurt? 62. Hurt was also the lead in the classic movie Body Heat with Kathleen Turner. In minutes, how long is that movie? 19 minutes. 
in that movie, the character played by Turner says, well, some men, when they get a whiff of it, they trail you like a hound. The song Hound Dog by Elvis Presley was released in what year? 1959. What's that again? 59. Elvis Presley died in what year? 1978. What's the population of Tupelo, Mississippi? 50,000. The song Mississippi Queen by the band Mountain was released in what year? 1969. Freddie Mercury was the lead singer for Queen. He died at what age? 42. Fred McMurray played the dad on the TV show My Three Sons, but he also starred with Barbara Stanwyck in the film noir movie Double Indemnity, released in what year? 1951. Get it within 25, you win outright. If Fred McMurray was a crow in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Milwaukee? 142. Time. There you go. All right, Ray. Good job. All right. Let's bring Pinkman back here in. Here he comes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here he is. Remember All to right. wave him in this time, Mel? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here he comes. The smile on his face. He is. He's a happy sort. He, yeah, is. he is. Chuckling. Pleasant. Cool, calm, collected. What about Mr. Pinkman, welcome back. If you'll pick up the dice. I'm waiting for him. Roll yeah. them. We set himself. your handicap at 15. Whatever you roll, the number, we will take off 15. That will be your handicap for today. Roll the dice, please. Off the table. Oh, yeah. What do you got? Man. Ten the hard way. All right. He really did. Five-second <laughs> handicap. I have ten questions for you. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Come on. Well, let's go. Pink plus five. Here we go in three, two, one. Begin. Pinky, President Trump gave his State of the Union speech last night, but the movie Altered States came out in what year? 97. Actor William Hurt was in that movie. How old is Hurt? Uh, 63. Hurt was also the lead of the classic movie Body Heat with Kathleen Turner. In minutes, how long is that movie? 137. In that movie, the character played by Turner says, well, some men, when they get a whiff of it, they trail you like a hound. The song Hound Dog by Elvis Presley was released in what year? Uh, 51. Elvis Presley died in what year? 67. What's the population of Tupelo, Mississippi? Uh... 20,000. The song Mississippi Queen by the band Mountain was released in what year? 1974. Freddie Mercury was the lead singer for Queen. He died at what age? Uh, 43. Freddie Mercury played, uh, Fred McMurray, excuse me, played the dad on the TV show My Three Sons, but he also starred with Barbara Stanwyck in the film noir movie Double Indemnity, released in what year? 19... 68. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Fred McMurray was a crow in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Milwaukee? Oh, yeah. Uh, 48. Time. Oh, brother. Oh, boy. Let's score this game. See if Ray picks up good fortune for the rest of his life or bad luck for 24 hours. Altered States, the movie came out on what year, Ray said? Uh, 2003. And Pinkman? 97. 1980. Oh. Actor William Hurt was in that movie. How old is Hurt, Ray said? They were close. Uh, Ray said 62 years old. Pinkman said 63. 67. Pinkman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hurt was (laughs) in the movie, the classic movie Body Heat, one of my favorites, with Kathleen Turner in minutes. How long is that movie, Ray said? 90 minutes. And Pinkman? 137. 113. I don't know. Hold on. He's close. Wait, no, I'm closer. Are you closer? Are you? Do the math, Jack. 137. 113. Wait, what did 113. he say? That's 24 off. And you're 113. I think by one. Wait, what did he say, though? 90. Oh, he's closer. Okay. In Hello. that movie, the character played by Turner. 
Maddie was your name. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh God. You talk about a black widow. <laughs> Stay away from women like that. Oh, brother. In that movie, the character played by... Remember when they were in the bathtub? Yeah, who could forget? In that movie, the character played by <laughs> Turner says, Well, some men, when they get a whiff of it, they trail you like a hound. Mm. That's Maddie, all right. Wowie, Kazowie. The song Hound Dog by Elvis Presley released in what year, Ray said? 59. Pinkman. 51. 56. Race close. That is Ray, yeah. It's Elvis Presley up. died on what year, Ray said? 78. Pinkman? 67. 77. Oops. Ooh, whoops. What's the population of Tupelo, Mississippi, where Presley was born, Ray said? 50,000. Pinkman? 20,000. 34,500. Yes. That's Pinkman. The song Mississippi Queen by the band Mountain. I swore for 15 minutes this morning it was... Uh, Creedence Clearwater. Oh, no, oh, yeah. Oh, Leslie West was, uh... Yeah. Howard used to have Manolo. I wonder I couldn't find it. The song... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just a bit. I'm going connect. Damn it. The song Mississippi Queen by the band Mountain released in what year, Ray said? 69. Pinkman. 74. 1970. Oh, then it's all tied up. Before, uh, no, Three no, to go. Sorry. It, yeah. Mm. Freddie Mercury, the lead singer for Queen, he died at what age, Ray said? 42. Pinkman. 43. 45. Uh, now it's all oh, tied I edged up. Them out. Yep, oh, it's boy. four and four. The great Fred McMurray played the dad on the TV show My Three Sons. Oh, good show. But he also starred with Barbara Stanwyck. Oh, oh, boy, my. you talk about a lady killer. And the film noir movie Double Indemnity released in what year? Ray said. 1951. Pink. 68. 1944. Oh, ho, ho, Ray takes the lead. No. And we come down to this. Get it within 25 and you win outright. Good luck, Pinkman. Fred McMurray was a crow in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. His birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Milwaukee, Ray said. 142 miles. Pinkman said. 48. If Ray, if Fred McMurray wanted to fly from Beaver Dam to Milwaukee, in fact, if he was a crow, he would have to fly a total of 62 miles. Oh, Pinkman's within the thing. So, Woo! yeah, he gets it. Well, Pinkman wins the game. Go me. You He's got within it. the window? He nope. Time not a factor? No. Nope. Nope. Oh, I wasn't really rooting for him. Uh-huh. Oh, he gets Damn it because of the last question. You said 60-something miles, right? Uh, 62 miles. Yeah, he's within 15. I'm sorry, Ray. And so it goes. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close wow. only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and Closest to the Pin. I can never understand why they never had a sequel to Body Heat. Mm. The way it ended. I thought people. you were going to say My Three Sons. Yeah, you don't really you know, know what happened there. That keeps so, me up. You know what place. happened? Well, you know what well, yeah, happened. Uh, do you? What? She's body heat? Glasses. He goes to jail. Uh, spoiler uh, alert. Oh, do you think? It's oh. on my DVR. Mm. Yeah, you know what happened. <laughs> She's sitting on the beach. He got taken. Yeah. Chump. Mm. What a chump. He was just a chump. Mm. <laughs> what a chump. Have you ever seen the movie? Nope. It's a Florida, Florida movie. Body heat? Yeah. Body. And she spills that chocolate ice cream with no, her white Egyptian silk blouse. What other oh, movies did oh you my God. What other movies did you give to Pinkman to watch? Sexy Beast, right? Sexy did, Beast. Didn't you give him the DVD? It. Yeah, he's never seen sex. That's a good movie. Did you watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. I have to go to the movies again. Ned Racine says after she drips chocolate ice cream on her blouse, you know, can I get Gives you a nap, get you a napkin. She just says, "Is the hook? It was the hook, man." There she it is. Just, yep. 
Yeah, why don't you just lick it off? Oh, oh. that's it. Hook set. That's hook set. Reel good. him in. Chump. Reel in the chump. Boing. <laughs> Reel in the chump. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. I think that's a great idea. Let's catch up to speed. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Oh, Jim, I'm glad you asked. Last night was a so too. State of the Union, Got Mo. It. Mm-hmm. And so, let's play a little game. Since you guys are betting, let's make it official. All right. Here we go. All right, folks. It's time for everybody's favorite game. How many times did I say it during the State of the Union address? That is not as good as our own Casey two times. No. Mm-hmm. no. We should agree. bring Casey two times in just to do Trump stuff and send it to the company. Maybe he could sell that. He's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is pretty good. Uh, so anyway, I will give you a word. Tell me how many times you think oh. it was in last night's State of the Union address. And we'll start. Well, well, we already mentioned Russia. You guys know how many times? Once. Once, yeah. Y'all in agreement there? One yes. time. How about huge? Oh, yeah. What did he say? Huge? Yeah. Did how many times huge? did he say huge? I didn't hear it. I don't know. Zero. I'll go three. Oh, let's see. Jim? Sorry, it was zero. Mo is right. Oh, wow. Okay. How about Democrats? Uh, ten. All answers are less than five. How about Democrats? Four. Okay. One. Three. Collusion. Four. Zero. Zero. Economy. Five. It's all less than five? All less than five. Four. Three. Stock market. Five. Four. One time. Oh, that's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah, Bigly. Zero. Zero. Rocket Man. Zero. Zero. Dickie Durbin. One. Zero. Zero. Oh, zero. Nuclear attack. Mm, Two. One. Zero. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, I really paid attention. I was tweeting. Come on, leave me. You alone. were. I was. I was trying were to you? respond. Let me just throw this so in. Much. This is uh, coming from CNN. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein visited the White House in December, seeking President Donald Trump's help. The top Justice Department official on the Russian investigation. What's the headline? Trump asked Rosenstein if he was quote on, on my, my team. team. Yeah, he's not my son. We got something to hide. I mean, there's something to hide, right? I'm sorry, something to hide. I don't know. Well, if you're asking someone's on your team, so if you're going to help protect you, my me, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if that's. Yeah, it, I it don't seems know. Like what he's asking, it may not really, even right? mean he has something to hide. It just wants to know that he can trust him yeah. to look out for his best interests. Are you my guy? When he should be looking right. out for wink, the country's wink. best interests. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You my guy. So the question itself is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, we move on because during the State of Union and tied to the president, Stormy Daniels, controversy of late, uh, the adult actress rumored to have an affair with the president. Uh, a statement was released saying she did not have that affair. Here she was well, on l- last night's Jimmy okay. Kimmel Live. Did you sign it. this letter that was released today? 
I don't know. Did I? Wait a minute. That you can say, right? That doesn't right? look like my signature, does it? It doesn't look like your signature. So you're saying perhaps this letter was written and released without your approval. No. <laughs> do you know where it came from? Do you have any idea? I do not know where it came from. You do not know where it came from. So you, you, you I deny... I the internet. So you did not Same. have anything to do with this matter. I also work for the FBI and I'm a man, according to the internet today. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> She's milking this. She is. Uh, yeah. Got to be coy. Got to yeah, get that. And, you know, I, I kind of get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the video of the interview posted at realradio.fm. Here's a little more with Stormy and Jimmy. I know you either do or don't have a non-disclosure agreement, which if you didn't have a non-disclosure agreement, do you have a non-disclosure agreement? Do I? You can't say whether you have a non-disclosure agreement, but if you didn't have a non-disclosure agreement, you most certainly could say, I don't have a non-disclosure agreement. Yes? You're so smart, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Okay. Here, and you get to the nitty-gritty. Everybody wants to know, ask her. Did you really hit him with a Forbes magazine? Yeah. Do you you (laughs) ever? Come on. Right. Was Let's he really see. a bad kisser? You maybe, know what exactly? Maybe he asked her oh, here. You're at a golf tournament, Lake Tahoe. You notice Trump looking at you on the course. He approached you in the gift room. He asked for your number, asked you to have dinner with him. You told him you would meet him in his room. He asked you to meet him in his room. You assumed you'd be going out to dinner. When you got there, he was in pajama pants. Oh, God. He asked you a lot of questions about the business side of the adult film industry. I thought this industry. was a talk show, not a horror movie. <laughs> Well, he was uh, reading uh, the inter- her interview with Touch Weekly. In Touch. But in Touch, whatever. Touch yeah. Touch. Is this really an affair? Touch, I mean, if it happened, that's not an affair. No. An affair is a relationship of some sort. Certainly, probably, for the most part, involving uh, sex. Well, mm-hmm. It goes sexual. on for a while, doesn't it? Isn't that the nature of an affair? So this is you know, a if it was a one-night whatever, even two, three, that's not an affair. Two, three. I don't oh, know. A couple, two, three. Yeah, only one is time. It? You cheat on your wife once, that's an affair. I think that's right. Mm. Oh no! I don't read it I've that never way. Had I mean, no, an affair is—it's cheating. But I thought an affair was, yeah, it has some long oh, longevity to it. Friend. That's only when it's an affair to remember. I don't think it's an affair. You just, yeah. <laughs> said he had an affair. He did. That's what the she said. Yeah, but I'm just—I'm just asking whether that's more than one encounter, right? And I, th- I think an affair also is is. Is, is more to a relationship that, you know, it's just, you meet for lunch, maybe, mm-hmm. even go to a show. <laughs> no, uh, no, he's not doing that. He wants a little bit of, you know. So it was a well, I know what he wants, and that's involved as well, but that's an affair. I like how Moira can only talk about the deed with hand gestures. It's all one night stand. It's all one night stand is an affair. Yeah, sure. No, if you're married, night, yeah, no, yeah. One night stand is not an affair. Totally is. No, I'm yeah. disagree. Are you no, trying to justify it? A one night stand? I disagree. I, what do you yeah. disagree with? That's a one night romp that results in cheating, but it's not an affair. Affair, affair. denotes ongoing. Nope. Yeah, and I think an affair has more of uh, a somewhat of a more of a uh, some emotional attachment to it as well. Mm. Points. Mm-mm. It's wrong. Oh yeah. No, nope. uh, we'll get it from the texting service. I'm sure. Well, they don't know what they're talking about unless <laughs> they agree with me. Let's put a final cap on Trump's State of the Union address from yeah, okay. the late night trio. Jim, you get to vote on who said it best. It's no. a new competition. Uh, still waiting on Pinkman to uh, book the interview with Conan O'Brien, last year's winner. Oh, Pinkman, any update on that? We've been Snapchatting each other. <laughs> Have you reached out to him? 
Mm-hmm. He may do an interview. Mm-hmm. I doubt he but you actually have to ask. Yeah, I'll call him. <sighs> we used to do interviews on this show. The month of January has already gone by. The late night trio did a routine. They all had jokes about the State of oh, the I'm Union. Sure Keep in mind. These are recorded before the State of the Union happened. They air after the State of the Union. So how do they navigate that? Let's take a listen and see who said it best. All right. Tonight was President Trump's first State of the Union. And I saw that Trump read his speech off a teleprompter. You could tell because he began by saying, applause, good evening, applause. Please be seated. They sit. Here's one unusual thing we found out right before the speech. The first lady traveled to the speech in a separate car. I guess Melania didn't want anything from the Burger King drive-thru. <laughs> President Trump's State of the Union address was available to stream live, so congrats to Logan Paul on no longer being the worst thing on YouTube. Jim. Uh, Colbert. Stephen Colbert mm-hmm. gets a point. Excellent. Ooh. How are we shaping up for 2018, Mo? Well, we have one Fallon, one Colbert. Ooh. That's it. Neck and neck. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're tied. It is. They are tied, yeah. Let's move on. All right, Jim. We had news yesterday about the worker, who the button pusher in, my, in Hawaii getting fired. This is the person who triggered the false incoming missile alert uh, in Hawaii where people thought uh, intercontinental, intercontinental eh? ballistic missile, an ICBM, was headed their way. And uh, for 38 minutes or so until they had the all clear. But uh, he was fired. So here is retired Brigadier General Bruce Oliviere talking yesterday about the worker who sent the alert and who he just didn't know what to do next. When it became apparent that the real world alert was issued, employee one seemed confused. He froze. And another employee had to take over his responsibilities. And <laughs> that mm. moment, that realization, you hit the button, and then it, it just, like, <laughs> that panic seizes your body. Yeah. Here's a little more from the uh, uh, General Olivieri. Employee one also had a history of confusing drill and real-world events. That troubles me. <laughs> He had a history of confusing drill and real-world events. Why was he pushing any buttons? <laughs> I don't know. I guess you got to train people. You got to put them in the chair. We do it here. But when they goof here, usually they just take us off the air, uh, or you know, by plugging in a hot plate or something. Hey. That's you, Mo. Nope. All right, Jim. Yeah. Just seeing if you're still with us. I am. All right. You like waffles? I do. Mm, you Belgian do? waffles, love them. You dream about waffles? I don't dream about them. Oh, this this kid does, and the video matches at realradio.fm. I just can't stop thinking about waffles. Well, you had waffles for dinner, and you had waffles for breakfast. So we're going to eat something else. Oh, I, I can't stop. Why can't I just stop dreaming <laughs> about waffles? I don't know. I just can't stop I think maybe she's watched Shrek too many times, but uh, yeah, you want to see the video of a kid freaking out over waffles? That's at realradio.fm. I like waffles. Another video. Waffles are good. But they really are. I think really it's a syrup that puts them over to the top. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, the syrup. Most you, definitely. Whether it's pancakes or waffles, 
You got the syrup, well, sure. you're good I to mean, go. You got to have the syrup. I mean, eating a waffle with no syrup is like dry. Well, well you know, nope. yeah. butter Plus and powder. ice cream on it. Butter and confectionary sugar. No, that's not. That'll work. Nope. Yeah, no, it will. no, 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 no. Oh, no. it will. No, no, no. It no. will. No. Made a heartbeat. You got nothing else. Yeah, that's basically what uh, you know a funnel cake or elephant ear is. That... More of them. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 a funnel cake is not made the same way that a waffle is. That's a donut with confectioner sugar on it. It's batter. A funnel cake is fried. Yeah. Waffles are not fried. Correct. So? There's a difference. You cook dough, you add sugar, you eat. Same thing. I don't believe it is. So you're saying a cookie's the same thing. No. It's definitely not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Oh. A funnel cake is not the same thing as a waffle. It's close. Right. It might be somehow it's a related, yeah. okay? It, it, we say it's it's a cousin. in a family, but yeah. they're they're separated, you know, by cousins. All right. Another video posted at realradio.fm. It's these surprise announcements, you know, uh, where a celebrity surprises someone. It's on video, and they're like, oh, my God, you're really here. And this was a contest involving Peyton Manning. Jim, you're a big fan of the acting of Peyton Manning. Which one is he? He's the a former quarterback. I know. Which one, though? He's the oh, one who does oh. Papa John's. And- oh, I like him. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, he has- Self-deprecating. Had- I like that. Yeah. Winners of a hotel stay contest, but and he was supposedly on the phone speaking with these people, giving them direction on what they needed to do to win Super Bowl tickets. Okay. However, he's like, oh, I'll just come out there. Hey, Chelsea, I saw a couple of pictures of you snapping the ball to Corey. Let's do that. All right. Corey, I want a snap count. I want a blue 20 Omaha. Said hi. (laughs) Check Brown, Richmond, 96 double. Hurry, hurry. No, 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 that is not it. You know what? I'm coming out there. Just pause right there. I'm going to show you how to give a real cadence. (laughs) Yes! So, of course, Peyton Manning walks out, surprises them. They win the prize, and they get to do that. Those uh, Sometimes those videos are pretty neat. You can see that one. He seems to be, you know, he's going to poke poke fun at himself. Is he getting paid for that, too? No, I would say so. It's much funnier than his brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Eli's a nerd. Hey, hey, hey. He is. Kind of, yeah. Have you seen him? Mm Two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, not getting that endorsement money. Yeah, no, he's not. He's done some commercials with his brother. Matter of fact, no, he does some. And Martina. Who? Martina Navratilova. They wouldn't give her, and nobody would ever endorse her because she's gay. (gasps) Not nice. That's not nice. Well, that was the day. Now it's not like that. Not nice. That was the day. How many ads have you seen Martina Navratilova in? None. Not that I can recall. Thank no, you, no, she's did. Uh, didn't she do rests. one for Volvo? No, Mitsubishi. Something. Subaru. Martina. Might have been Subaru. What's the gay car? There's no gay car. Uh, yes, there is. Subaru Forester. Isn't that a Mazda Miata? No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> well, no, there's a gay. As a matter of no, there's a <laughs> car manufacturer that decided, hey, we're going to take uh, and and take a certain amount of money, and we will advertise and market our cars towards the gay community, primarily lesbians. I think Subaru is what you're thinking I think, of. Yeah. Yeah. Subaru. Yeah. Safe. Yeah. Safe yeah. car. Yeah. You see a Subaru with a rainbow uh, emblem on it. That's, okay. There uh-huh. we go. Nothing Hello. wrong with that. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> oh, she was in a Subaru Forester commercial. There you hey, go. There Points. it is. Good work, Pinkman. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
Thanks, America. Thanks for backing me up, Pink. I got you, mm-hmm. bro. <sighs> Call her up, bro. That's right, bro. Stick together. Mm-hmm. Fiddle and fiddle. Oh, my God. You done? Mm. Yeah, bro, continue. Where were you when we did the Hawaii story? Uh, anyway, Jim, let's finish. I know you are a fan of uh, some of that early 90s grunge. However, here's... Got that right. Are you? Grunge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Pearl, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Oh, he's Stone all, Temple Pilots. He's Come all on, about bring it. it on. He is all about it. But here it is in some varying musical styles. Take a listen. I think you'll know what I mean. Uh, is this that 10-second songs guy that does, like, 20 styles for one song? Yes, it's Anthony I Vincent. Love that guy. Yeah, it smells like teen spirit in 20 musical styles. I'm Ed Till. <laughs> Kurt Cobain was a king of a generation. He was. Here's Crib actually for life. That's right. Here's a little reference. Here is the real Kurt Cobain mm. before he died. What? Of course, Nirvana, just one of the many artists you can hear every oh, weekend here on right. Real Radio, Real Music Weekends. A mosquito. Every, uh, every generation, they got their thing. Yeah, yeah. sure they do. This is millennials, the hipster thing. This is coming to an end. As a matter of fact, I've already declared it over. Oh, you have? Yeah, hey, I have. I'm keeping my mustache. I don't know what's going to take its place, but yeah, the beard. The Mm-mm. You're done with that? Mm-hmm. The beard, the Bermuda shorts, you know, the thong sandals, you know, the PBRs, the whole thing. Well, it's the over with. chubbies came and went, right? Oh, that's already over? Oh, they're still in. Chubbies bro. are really, uh, wow. It's a classic, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's a chubby, uh, talk about, I think there's a subgroup of people that, you know, they lock into something and they're just going to wear them forever or use them forever, and that's yeah, that's sure. the chubby crowd. <laughs> well, uh, you say, okay, so. <laughs> if you say, <laughs> That doesn't sound right now. <laughs> but, chubby crowd, bro. But you even said it, they, you latch on to something, different generations. But you're latching on to something. They hold on to it. It may not be the in thing anymore, yeah, yeah. but you're still holding on to it. So sad. for those that, sad. well, it's for Very anyone, sad. whether it's the Rolling Stones it's at one time too, or Nirvana, it's that one yeah, thing. Yeah, but I'm that, saying you don't dress or wear your hair the way that you did 20 years ago. Um, hair, no. Dress, yes. Because really, most of my clothes, if I bought them, they're at least 20 years old. Well, if I saw, I could probably, you'd bring some photographs in and you start looking at the stuff you were wearing. You'd probably say, I'm not wearing I would never wear that again. <laughs> yeah, you know, the untuck it shirt, the, you know, that's, it's over what? with, bro. Sorry. The what? Untuck it. Is that a brand? Yes, untuck it's a brand. Where have you been? Oh, my Nantucket. God. See, I, did, I, I rest yes, my case. I thought you it's just meant like untucked shirt. Oh, no, no, untuck it. It's a brand of shirt. Never I, heard of it. I'm too poor you for trendy clothes. Mm-mm. I've heard of it. And they do ads on TV now. They used to hear them on the radio. Of course. Oh, I know what you're talking about. 
So it's like a a button they're, down or something, but it looks it has a good hem, right. so it's not just they're yeah. cut to be untucked. All right, SpaceX yeah. has launched that oh, uh, yes, rocket have. carrying I'm... a communication satellite. Now is this one going to come back on its no, rear no, end? The heavy, the heavy will not come back. Mm-hmm. What's it going to just land in the ocean? What happens? Yeah, this just burns up, I guess. Right. Uh, the they will jettison the uh, deploy the uh, satellite in about mm, ten minutes. Mm. They've yeah. been up about twelve minutes. T plus twelve. Ooh, uh, yeah. Full of flamethrowers. Mm. All right, exciting. there we go. Thank you, Jack. Great job, as usual. We appreciate it. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A school in England was trying to stream Paddington 2 for the students, but something went terribly wrong, and all of a sudden, the students were watching porn on the screen. More like Pornington. Am I right? Next, an Alabama man has been caught trafficking methamphetamines in soda cans. I mean, it is Alabama so yeah. Roll Tide. Finally, as the number of HPV cases rises, one researcher believes dentists need to talk to patients about oral sex. Great, one more thing they're going to ask you about while you have something in your mouth. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. When uh, we were leaving yesterday, after the show, Mo was uh, recounting how her husband had been sick lately. Mm-hmm. You know, just one of those. Was it sure if it was the flu or just not? Yeah. And I says, you got to start eating some dirt. He's a germaphobe. He's not going to eat dirt. He throws food away if it's bad, if it smells funny, if makes it's you stronger. Expo- Maybe this is why he's sick all the it time. It makes you stronger. Weak I- immune system. Mm-hmm. I have it. You got to build up. It's like, it's, like, uh, it's like your muscles. You have to tear them down. You know, through exercise, and then they build back up. I you know, you do yet. some curls and then let them rest for a day, and then they build back up stronger. They look at these. Oh, cannonballs. Oh, yeah. Ooh, look at that. Oh, oh, yeah, boy. I'm telling you. So what are you saying? So he needs to eat dirt to be stronger? Yes. Like in the Appalachians. Mm-hmm. Or down south in the Delta. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. low country. Mm-hmm. You I just got to find the right dirt. I was not raised in a family where if you, you know, if you dropped your lollipop, you could brush it off or why it was fine. You know, you could... Brush it off, wash it off, and you could eat it. Oh, yeah. I drop a Frito. My wife said, do not pick that up. Do not eat that. Uh, and I said, I, uh, oh, oh. I was raised I'm not a wasting a Frito. You wash it off. You kiss it up to God. <laughs> it's fine. You just eat it. It's fine. Uh, my husband is not from that school of upbringing. You know, he's like, oh, dirt. I'm not eating that. Oh, it fell on the floor. Oh, my God. He said, oh, I know. It was something about the, the salad dressing. I went to put my finger or, you know, to, there was a drip, and I went to put my finger in it or lick it or something. Yeah. And he's like, you're not going to put that back, are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put it back. Of course. Uh, uh-uh. No. Oh, he's, George. He's like very germy, like uh, quasi. He doesn't like kissing you, does he? No. Well, mm, you what? know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's kind of gross. Worse. Yeah. yeah. It's not so gross. I, I got news for you. Think about the other parts he kisses. Stop it. 
Listen, yeah, but what you, I will so say you put is your finger on the salad dressing, the top of the salad dressing bottle, and, then you and put it's it like back for everyone to eat. It's like yeah, and then it's like know. kiss me. Well, uh, no. So, oh, I've done. Who hasn't done that? The mouth is one of the dirtiest parts of the human. I've looked the jelly off the rim of a jelly jar. You know, you see butter in the toast. You got the jelly. You got the lid. You know, get some drip mm. over the edge. Yep. You know, you just think. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, poor, you, poor Catherine. Yeah, I don't do that. But I, you know, I think that he's much more germ conscious than I am. Sad. I'm just saying, if you want uh, to strengthen your, usually, your, yeah. your 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 resistance, your immune system yeah. to illness, eat some dirt. It's been going on for generations. Right, I'm gonna t- I'll tell them. Eat some dirt, honey. Right, no, right. I mean, there's, a, and this is not uh, in, um, you know, it's not black, it's not white. There are families, primarily in the South, yeah. that have been doing this for generations. You know, forever and yep. ever and ever. And they, most of them have their secret places where they go. To, so is it red clay from Georgia or this and that? Whatever they, whatever they choose, whatever they choose it to be. And, you know, the, and they might have a little teaspoon of it, if that. You know, maybe every day, once a week. I don't know what it is, and they swear it's uh, yeah helps keep them healthy. I wonder if you can put it in something, or if you have to eat it I don't dry. Think so. on I think spoon. you have to eat it dry. Blah, you may be able, would, maybe you could wash it down with something. Yeah, see, I like couldn't. Mountain tr- Dew. Yeah, have some dirty water. <laughs> yeah, mud, mud water. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mmm, mud water. Hey, go out there and get on that get puddle out there. Hey, you bring y- back some water. You know, you mm-hmm. want some river dirt yeah. or some uh. Delta dirt. Give me that stuff that looks more like you who. Oh, God. Oh, you know, that, that chocolate water? Yeah, chocolate puddle. water. Get, get your daddy some puddle dirt. <laughs> oh, that text is coming in any second. Now. Puddle dirt. Whenever you do that, yeah, yeah he hot yeah. voice. Yeah. yeah, I said something today. She said, you got to take that back. Uh-oh. And take I'm it back. Cross my arms like this. You know, like, I'm not taking it back. She said, you take that back. I'm not taking it back. You take Uh-oh. that back right now. I took it back. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, proves he's smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always take it back when oh. given. Oh, I know what it was. I said Missouri. Oh, oh. It was like, ah. oh no, it was like a stick. It was like a stop yeah. stick. Yeah. It's like, it like you take that back. I said that's where my kin are from. And then it was like double. Kin. Oh no, yeah. kin is a it's a it's kin from, is a word. I think yeah, it is a word. But it, it, your wife, it was Romeo in Romeo and Juliet, I believe. The way you say mm-hmm. it makes it not right. Your wife, if she's telling you to take something back, ninety nine point nine percent of the she's time, probably you right. probably should take it back. <laughs> you might increase that a little bit more. <laughs> she says, "Take it back." Like, mm-hmm. All right, I, need- I might give her. I don't know if I take it back. You know what's good for you. <laughs> I say, "Well, I know what's good for me, so I take it back." Bada boom. Bada bing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boom, boom, hey, boom. Look at this. Hey, you look at this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Looks good. I don't think this dirt eating is going to go over very big at my house. You might Just try it. Sneak it into his Might food. not get the trots anymore if you had some dirt. I don't know. I don't know anything about how it affects your gastrointestinal you system. Well, you don't eat a jar full of it. You don't get a whole mason jar and down it. You just take it. just a pinch. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I. What is that called? Look it up. There's it's dirt eating. Dirt there's eaters. a there's a there's a term for it, and I can never remember what it is. Pica. It's pica. Is it pica? Yes. Yeah. Points. I'll give you points on that. Yes. What? I get points. Nice. Yeah, no points. For pica. You know that um. Eh. Justin right. Timberlake is doing the halftime One show point. at the ha- Super Bowl. Yeah, he eats mm. dirt. 
I don't know that. <laughs> what I do know is the last time He's he was Tennessee. in the Super Bowl halftime show with the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. You know, it took a while for him to. So now they are revisiting <gasps> Nipplegate. <laughs> what really happened between Janet and Justin? Doesn't matter anymore. We, we suffer from that more than he ever. Wait a minute. Justin yeah. Timberlake, what's he going to do? He's doing the halftime show uh, this weekend. In the Super I will make. It's his birthday today, too. A one dollar bet. Oh, go well, on. here we go. Got the papers. Got the papers. Got the papers. This is a real long shot, but I'm making. <laughs> I'm making the bet. When Justin Timberlake does the halftime show, there will be a surprise guest. Nipple. Surprise. Janet Jackson will make a surprise, Ooh, albeit yes. very short appearance on stage with Justin Timberlake. I am not willing to bet against that. That's a good bet. Uh, I bet you a dollar she does not appear oh, with Justin oh, good Timberlake. Bet. Well, no. What? Wait a second. <laughs> well, wait. Which, which side? I said, no. I said that Justin Timberlake, during the halftime, yeah, she will make a surprise, albeit maybe very quick appearance on stage with Justin Timberlake during the halftime show. But you're willing to bet on the other side just to get him involved? Well, he's not taking the bet. Oh. I'll bet she will not. I'm not betting against you. Oh, damn. I bet she will. (laughs) She will make an appearance. Really? Yes. Take that. That's easy money. She's not going to be there. One doll hair. He's looking at his computer screen. There's something going no, on there. He's looking at boobs, right, in, but not Janet He's got Jackson. some inside information. Yeah, he does not. What's he watching a Stormy Daniels porno? What are so, you doing? Who thinks what now? I, I don't understand this <laughs> Not at work. Pinkman thinks Janet Jackson will be part of the halftime show. I, think, I, yes. I agree. Do? I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a surprise not. appearance. Right. I do. But you're betting no. Just to I don't think there's going to be a nipple anything. I think she's going to be on stage and twirls around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, maybe shares the mic. Boom, then she's off. I vote no. You I don't think yes. she'll be up there? I do not. I'll bet. Anyone want to bet that one? Pinkman. I w- I am willing to bet you, sir. Do you know anything? No. You sure? Do I look like a guy with connections? Does he look like he knows anything? Thank you, Mo. Oh, I mean, what? So who's no so and who's yes on this bet? I'm I sorry. Yes. I, I say no Janet Jackson. I vote nipple yes. I'll bet you a dollar. You're saying she's going to appear? Yes. Okay. I'll bet you a dollar. No, she won't. Okay, so Jim has the bet. All right. Wait, what? Yeah, Who it's two dollars. You're betting against Jim. Oh, oh, you're betting no. against me I thought me you too? bet against them. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't want to intrude on your action with no, it. No, well, you got on, some separate in, action. Okay, right. Mo, you got to have a new column. Two bets. We got it. No Jack's in on it. I'm now yeah. initiating a betting. Now affair. it doesn't have to be Nipplegate. It just has to be if Janet shows up during Justin's yes. halftime Thank show. Thank you. Yes. Is that right? He says yes. I say no. What about the color of the Gatorade dumped on the winning coach? Well, that's a good one. Blue. Glacier freeze. Probably. Green, red. No, it's not. It's, it's, to it's going to be green or orange. Does it orange match their outfit? Blue, Doesn't it have to match the, the winning yeah. team's uh, outfit? No, uh, or uniform? I got to think about that one. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From.
Uh, for those of you joining us for the uh, first time this afternoon, of course, because of the State of the Union speech last night, uh, we had to settle some bets. Let's go over that quickly with Pinkman. Five dollars, I think, was essentially being in the pot. Correct. And it turned out it was hanging by a thread at the very end. And it turns out that you owe Pinkman one dollar. Okay. You owe him three. He owes you two back. Okay. Well, what were the so, bets? Okay. Uh, we said that... Um, he would not say, well, it was, would he say Melania by name? Would he call her out by I name? I said no. Right. And, and he did. did. Ultimately Damn did. It. He, he, he would not say dreamers. And he, he did. He, he did, say did. Dreamers. So you had to pay mm-hmm. another dollar. And he wouldn't say Russia, you said. And he, he did, did, did indeed say Russia. So Sad. those were the three that you owed to Pinkman. Right. Pinkman owed you the, the, the couple of dollars for one uh, member of Congress standing up, leaving, protesting. Well, and they booed, too. Or they booed him, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then the fake news. So, you know, you said yeah, that you, you not dollar. fake news. So that was two. I was down $2 in about th- first three minutes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damn. You didn't bet on how many hands he would shake. I gave the uh, over-under seven. I counted about 20. You know, what's oh. disturbing about uh, what I find disconcerting, I should say, is him clapping for himself. What is that? It reminds it me of weird, right? Mao Zedong or something they do at the Kremlin. It was very in strange. front of the Politburo. Yeah, you're not supposed to applaud for yourself. Yeah, it's like he's always clapping. He, yeah, I didn't know what that was uh, about. And some of the things he said were true. Some of the things he said were untrue. I mean, the line about beautiful, clean coal mm. is not clean about coal. Never was. Uh, never will be. You know, yakking about how the coal industry's coming back. New <laughs> and industry started going down in the dumps in the mid 1970s. It's not coming back. Don't get your hopes up. If you're hot damn, man, I'm going to be out of school in another year or so. I'll be a coal miner. That's not working. And the latest exclusive is, Jim, that uh, the president asked the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, if he is on my team. Well, I mean, I could understand uh, that in context. Are you my guy? Are you yeah, my, but in context, I mean, I could understand that. Right. You know, I'm looking out for the American people. I want to do what's best for the American people. Mr. Rosenstein, are you on my team? It's all in context. Yeah, I don't know if you want meant on the American, you know, like, or on my personal Well, we don't, team. but I think some people are jumping eh. to a conclusion. It's, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, he's behind closed doors. That's what's going on there. I saw a documentary about golf, and it had, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy, uh, uh, Which Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. No, 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 no. The ben guy Mil- Crenshaw. Phil Mickelson. No. John Daly. Ted oh. Knight. Oh. Yeah. And when he had a big contest and he had the caddy, he's like, I want to know if you're on my team. Huh? Are you on my team? Meaning what? They're going to kick the ball out of the rough? You know. I mean, he, in this he wanted case. You want to know if he cheated was the caddy on his day, team. I mean, you could take it one way or another. But it could also be, look, I'm I'm here. I'm the president. Um, I just want to so want everybody to be on my team, all right? I have great things planned for for the country, and are you on my team? By the way, that golf documentary was called Caddyshack. That's right. Rodney Dangerfield points. Um, it says that Brown the Deputy Yellowkey. Attorney General Rosenstein was a little bit put off by the question. He didn't know how to take it, surprised, I guess, by the question. And he demur- demurred, 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 demurred. It's French, you know. Yes, I do, I do know that. Uh, yeah, demurred. Uh, yeah, Catherine demurred. Uh, oh, but anyway, basically, Rosenstein has authority over the department and the direction of the of the investigation and all that. And it's like, okay, because the top attorney general, Jeff Sessions, took himself out of the mix. So Rosenstein's in charge of the whole thing. And 
So when he says, are you on my team? It's like, mm, I'm not really on anyone's well, you don't know team, how sir. Said. You have no yeah. idea how it, was, how, it, how it was put down. You might have taken it the wrong way, but that doesn't mean that it was delivered in, in the wrong way. Well, I have no idea. Like, I'm not a, well, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. CNN was reporting. I'm going to get too deep in the weeds on this. It's very confusing. The CNN was reporting last night that the president will not answer questions from the special prosecutor. His lawyers have said not happening. He said, sure, I, I 100% want to cooperate, and I will totally well, go to I'm, I'm not sure what the next step could be. I'm, I guess the next step would be a, a subpoena before the grand jury. You deny the subpoena. You know, the question for everybody to ask, of course, is any man above the law? The question, of course, is the president of the United States above the law? I think some. I think a, a large percentage of Americans believe, yeah, you can't. Uh, he's, yeah, he's the king. I mean, he's the president. You understand that. He can essentially do whatever he wants without being prosecuted. Mm-hmm. Not if you pledge your allegiance to the Constitution, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there we go. Anything else from the State of the Union? Do we bet on tie color? No. No, we thought no, about it. we were yeah. wrong. Yeah, what we were wrong. That? We said red. It, it was, was blue. blue. It was blue. Oh, mm-hmm. damn. Should have put money on that Yes. One. Uh, Pence had red, and then uh, Eddie oh, Monster Ryan. had uh, baby blue. Yeah, he also- scotch tapes his ties. Yeah. What? In the back, so, yeah. So that they don't come apart. I did the same thing. My husband does, too. I've seen When him. I was 12. Yeah, but the reason, <laughs> the reason that recently. they do that is the tie's too long. In, in Trump's case, his tie is too long, Uh-oh. so the short piece... Doesn't it doesn't go down far enough where there's a little uh, flap or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. where you can to tuck, tuck it where you can tuck it in, but he ties his tie so long, far too long, by several inches, that the that the underside the, yeah. the, the 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 short end of the tie is not long enough to stick down to go into the, the label or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So every every time he wears a tie, he takes a little bit of scotch tape and tapes and it, doubles it up and makes it stick to itself. You just staple it. Nope. That's weird. Don't staple it. <laughs> sure, he's spending a lot of money on those Trump ties. You don't think he gets a deal? I nope. don't. I don't think they I mean, maybe he, Maybe he only has to pay for shipping. <laughs> I don't know. Since they come from out think of the country. Thinks he has a big, do you think he has a big box of them? Or no. does he? Why not? Why wouldn't it's he? It's Donald Trump. Why wouldn't he have They're a box of his own ties? A box no. of his own ties. He's First got a all, thousand of these ties sitting, and he's not going to wear the same tie, uh, the same tie twice, no. same tie twice. He might not wear them twice, but I don't believe he has a box of them. I think the word "box" okay. is what threw me off. A I don't closet think closet full. A closet full, maybe. He had a tie rack, yes. Some kind of you know thing, maybe. But I, I don't believe he has a a box of ties. Nobody keeps ties in a box. You hang them up, or you oh, do new tie. tie. He wears one tie. tie. He th- you know gives it away, throws it away. Oh, and it? gives it to the valet. Here, you do whatever you want with it. I see. And then the valet uh, puts out his personal whomever, his dresser, whatever they call him, uh-huh. you know, pulls out a new tie every morning. You think he Mr. has President, one of those? What color tie do you want? He's either blue or red. That's all he wears. Have you seen him with stripe? I can't recall him wearing a striped tie. Like I a just, club tie? Yeah. No. Don't recall. No, I um, do not recall him ever wearing a club tie. Bob Opsall used to wear club ties all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Nice guy. He's a very nice guy, as a matter of fact. He's on the wall, you know. Who? Yeah. Bob Opsall, UCF. 
the Wall of Fame. What are you trying to rub it in, Mo? Just saying. Yeah, that we're not on it. These two. Why Very like jealous of Bob Upsall. Mm, you're super jealous. Us. You're super jealous of Bob Upsall. You heard us on bit. purpose. A little bit. Mm, you're jealous. A little well, jealous. Well, you know, there could be some time. He graduated in the 60s, I believe, at UCF. Yeah, yeah we have He might have graduated before it was UCF. Maybe. FIT or whatever they were. Florida Institute of Technology, yeah. Take that. What? I don't think it was that, was it? FTU? What was it? FTU, because there is an FIT, but that's in Melbourne. Oh. Yeah, but that might have been after, you know, UCF changed its name. They said, well, we'll take it. Oh, I think you're confused. I am. Yeah, FTU, was it FTU? Florida Technological University. Let's go with that. Let's find Research. Yeah, that's a great name. Mm-mm. Yes, FTU. Good move, whoever decided. Let's change the name because this is not working for us. FTU Knights. That doesn't go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That doesn't even go. FTU has a ring to it. Mm. And their mascot was that weird orange thing. What was that? Orange thing? It was an orange. Yeah, literally. With legs. And Syracuse is like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, we're the orange men. And then we're like, hey, well, why are you the orange men? You know why UCF dropped Golden Knights? (laughs) Because the army uh, parachuters? Yes. Really? Because they were running into copyright problems. Whoops. Aha. Because the army, I think the army has filed suit against somebody else who took the name Golden Knights. Uh Uh-oh. I think, maybe. And I think that Syracuse was the orange man, although they changed (laughs) it just to orange. Because of Chief Onondaga was the mascot, like... Chief, uh, what's Osceola, is the Florida State mascot or whatever. You know, they have that guy so syracuse had chief onondaga he was the mascot it was the orange men and it was all of a sudden not so nice to say that kind of thing so they changed it many years ago to just call them the orange so now there's a big orange guy you know like uh, uh, the fruit with legs that's our new syracuse yeah yeah, yeah, i've never understood that that's why you freeze your ass off 11 months out of the year well they had to do something and it's an orange Mm -hmm. i can understand maybe a walnut Oh. You know, uh, or maybe a pike. No. Nope. <laughs> <Auto-y orange. laughs> or something like that. I mean, no. what else you got up that way? Uh, Nothing. The finger lakes. Exactly. They could have had a hand. Yeah, Freddie Finger Lake. <laughs> Go Finger Lakes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they could have done, but they, anyway. Finger Lakes. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's like the Utah Jazz. It kind of doesn't make sense. They were New Orleans, yeah, and then they, they moved, have, they and that's Mormons it. They up there. The Utah well, yes. Mormons. Mm-mm. It could so, put anything up there. I don't know what they've got, but they don't have, you know, it could be carrier air conditioners or something. You know? <laughs> Go BTUs. You yeah, know, I don't know on. what you could say. BDACs or something. Go ice cold air. Right. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it was orange. No, it's taken. You can't take that. What, ice cold auto? Yeah, air? I think oh, that's no. copyrighted by certain. Uh, oh. That place on Colonial. AC Company. So it's the Phillips File on Real Radio. All right, time for a break. We need it. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Here we go again, that regular round of closest to the pin. I think and coming off a loss yesterday, is that right? What's so funny in there, Mr. Pinkman? He says you can't buy a win, and then he laughed. 
And he said this caller is probably Gilbert is probably going to kick your butt today too. All right, Gilbert is the uh, main opponent with Matt as the backup. I'll head to the soundproof booth. What's the prize? It's a pair of tickets to see Dan Rather at the Hard Rock Live on March 17th. If you go to realradio.fm keyword tickets, you can find out more info. What's so funny in there, Mo? He said, don't. You better not poke that bear too much. He's not happy with you. Here's the thing. Nothing. Uh-oh. <laughs> better watch it, bub. Yeah, Just saying. You, you better watch it. Yeah. And Jack's, you a, Jack's a pot stirrer, so be very careful what's yeah, going on. Yeah, he's making up fake news about me. Yeah, just saying. Because <laughs> we were really laughing about the soundtrack for the movie Kids. All right. So anyway, and it would have been easier to just explain that he yeah. was... Uh, yeah, because now you're picking him in trouble. Oh, yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. Okay, so let's get Gilbert on board. Oh, right. I wrote Gordon. Sorry, Gilbert. Oh, man. All right, no. sorry, Gilbert Gordon. Go ahead. It's not my fault. Gilbert. Hey, how you doing, Phillips Files? We're doing well. How are you? Good, good. We have a theme this week for Closest to the Pin. It continues with the category by Mark Quinn. It's called Super Bowl. Time for wings. Yippee! <laughs> Interesting facts about Super Bowl food and beverages. Ooh, yeah. Big game this Sunday, and it's about the food now. Are you ready to go, Gilbert? Yes, sir. All right. Let's all read this for the first time, and yeah. we'll begin in three, two, one. Chicken wings are by far the most popular food consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. In the billions, how many are eaten? Four. After all the wings, heartburn, etc., how many million Americans on average will call in sick to work on Monday after the big game? Three and a half. Lest we forget, beer is very popular as well. In the millions, how many cases of beer will be consumed in the USA? Uh, 78 million. To go along with those wings, ranch dressing is more popular than blue cheese. Duh. What percentage of Americans prefer ranch dressing over blue cheese? 37. And then there's guac. According to the California Avocado Commission, how many million pounds of avocados will be eaten? Six. Time. Time. All right, Gilbert, put you on hold. Bring Jim back in. And record Gilbert's time. Here we go. I think I can order dirt on on Amazon <laughs> for the eat, Super Bowl. Mo? Yeah, <laughs> no, you could either get white dirt uh-huh. or you could get red brick, okay, black mountain or white clay dirt. Ooh, get black mountain. You can get a lot of different black, kinds of dirt. I told you. I think you can order it uh, on Amazon. I'd like yeah. to try the white, white clay. Yeah, which sounds it. really dry. Lock you up. They say if you can't get the clay of your choice, dig it down, dig it you down. can substitute cornstarch. Oh. That's what it says right here. Oh, that's so lame. It yeah, just says. Lame. I'd rather a man eat, dirt. eat some dirt. Oh, golly. Yeah. Well, Don't kill the messenger. It says right here, have cornstarch. Here, honey, here's Big your cornstarch. Mm-hmm. Have a spoon of that. Jim, despite mm-hmm. Pikmin's earlier comments, I'm rooting for you. You ready to play? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your category, continuing a theme this week. Super Bowl, time for wings, yippee. All right. Interesting facts about Super Bowl foods and beverages. All right. From Mark Quinn. Okay. Ready to go? All right. Okay, we're going to reset the clock for you. Yep. Beginning three, two, one. Chicken wings are by far the most popular food consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. In the billions, how many are eaten? Two billion. After all the wings, heartburn, etc., how many million Americans, on average, will call in sick to work on Monday after the big game? Fifteen million. Lest we forget, beer is very popular as well. Mm. In the millions, 
How many cases of beer will be consumed in the USA? Uh, 20 million. To go along with all those wings, ranch dressing is more popular than blue cheese. Uh, what percentage mm. of Americans prefer ranch dressing over blue cheese? 48%. And then there's guac. According to the California Avocado Commission, how many million pounds of avocados will be eaten? 65 million. What? Uh, hello. Oh boy. Interesting. Mm. Remember the days when, you know, how tall is the Empire State Building? And I do remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. What year did the Civil this is War Super Bowl start? Related. It does this make some like, sense. Okay, I have this to is say. just common information oh, that we, no, boy, we, nobody oh. has. People no. get smarter every year. And these are interesting facts that people will, you know, reuse this information. They'll take this information this and they'll use it at work this week. Yeah. It's consumable information. You don't like blue cheese dressing? I am I not a fan. Oh, it's Yum. the best. No. Yes. With celery and wings? No, I've That's never tried it. Oh, my, it is. No, the smell. Oh, that ranch it. dressing. That's just so... That's mm. a, a mild 19, imitation or something. Yeah. 50s, 19, you know, 1950s America. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's what little kids, you know, dip everything in. You know, that's their only salad dressing that <laughs> no, they'll they do stand. Pizza. You know? No, and, well, they even yeah. put pizza crust in, in no, ranch. No, kids and don't everything. like ranch. Kids love ranch. Yeah, some kids Kids do. love ranch. No, kids love honey mustard. For dip? For carrots and stuff, yeah. ranch. Over blue cheese, because blue cheese blows. No, oh, it's hard. Cheese. I mean, it's sharp. Blue cheese is the best. You're not yeah. And real blue cheese is even better. Blue blue cheese. And Stilton's like... even better than that. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Okay, you're, you're little... welcome. You're Cheese-loving welcome. society over there. You mm-hmm. never we know go... our cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jack never goes down the cheese aisle when I suggest it. Dairy well, is not something humans need. It's cholesterol. It's what all we it is. want. So good, though. Mm. Okay. 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 Wow. He's being mean to me. How was that being mean? Just because I looked at at me. I looked at you. You looked at me. Come on, let's score this game. Chicken wings. Very popular. How many billion of chicken wings will be eaten this Sunday? But it comes to about four per person. Okay. So how many billions? Gilbert said four billion. Jim. Two billion. One point three billion. Jim gets the point. Nice pop. Okay. How many million Americans uh, will call into sick? Call in sick. They'll call in sick to work on Monday after weak, the game. Weak people. Gilbert. It's called Super Bowl Monday for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three and a half million. And Jim? 15 million. 1.5 million. So Gilbert ties it up. Yep. 4.4 million yeah. will show weak up loose. late for work. Oh. Yeah. Or hungover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was almost hungover from that house. State of the Union. Suppose you want the day after Christmas as well, Mr. Cratchit. <laughs> Not everyone gets to show up at one thirty for work, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't take the day off. But boy, was I having a drinking game at my house. Whew. Moving on. We have a tie game, right? Yeah, we did one Moving one. on. Uh, beer, very popular. How many cases in the millions? Cases. No. How many cases of beer will be consumed in the U.S.? Cases. Gilbert said. 78 million cases. Ooh, Ooh. Jim? 20 million. The Ooh. answer? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Fifty million. Gilbert is closer he by is. two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gilbert! Oh. Gilbert! Gilbert! To go along with those wings, ranch dressing is more popular than blue cheese. So I guess I'm not alone. What percentage Wait, no, no of accounting for taste? What percentage <laughs> of Americans prefer ranch dressing over blue cheese? Mm-hmm. Gilbert said thirty-seven. Ooh. What's the matter? And Jim said. 48. Okay, I'm 
the question is, ranch dressing is more popular than blue cheese. So what percentage of yeah. Americans? So wouldn't well, I thought that by it was... default it would be over fifty. Well, there are other uh, dressings. Oh, okay. Let's see how your way works, Pinkman. Uh, Gilbert said 37 and 48. Yep. The answer is 57%. Jim gets the point. It's a tie game. It's a tie game, ladies and gentlemen. Guacamole. No. Yeah, well, that's what I think about guacamole too. See, it's nasty. That's yeah, kids don't like what's it. What's wrong with everybody here? Guacamole's for a mature palate. Oh no! Mara can't handle it. It's that consistency of like baby. Oh, let's not talk about mature palate. You won't eat an oyster or or escargot. Not true. Clotted cream. I've had no oysters clotted before. Cream. Oh, clotted cream. I've had oysters Raw before. Oysters. Sure. No. <laughs> let's make go. That up. Let's go right now. I used to shuck oysters. That doesn't Hello. mean you ate them. Doesn't mean I'm afraid to eat them. You guys are very oh, yeah. far apart on this answer. Re- uh, uh, what is that, Lee and Ricks? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Been there Forty oh. years. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, there's one in uh, in uh, you know uh, Longwood there. Over there now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Victorio's two. Dog Track Road. Bob All right, let's do this. This is for the g- win, Jim. Yeah, it is for the win. Just remember, you're attacking me. I'm the one rooting for yeah, you. That means I've lost. Pinkman hated you. Oh, remember that. That is not true. Something like that. I forget. Fake news. Guacamole, according to the California Avocado Commission, how many million pounds of avocados will be eaten? Oh, this is easy to answer. How many? Wait, for just Sunday? Million pounds, oh, yes. Uh, Gilbert said. Six. Six million? Yeah. Jim? 65. The answer? That's a lot. One hundred thirty-nine no million pounds. No way. Oh, that's nasty. Okay, Jim wins the Jim's game, a though. That's a good thing. Oh. Yeah. million pounds of tortilla uh, chips. He, uh, you're the winner. I am the champion. <laughs> you are. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. Sorry about that, Gilbert. Matt, get pick up the prize. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. 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 Oh, that was an easy win. Thank you. It came down to the last question. It wasn't so easy. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to throw him a bone, you know, make him feel that he had a chance when really he had no chance whatsoever. Let's take a break. We'll get an update on the news, current events. Who's better to do that than Big Daddy? Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Astronauts could soon be eating Vegemite-like food made from human waste. No wonder the man from Brussels smiled when handing the men at work a Vegemite sandwich. Next. A nursing home is under investigation after a resident offered a THC-laced aria to a staff member. Wow. Who knew nursing home employees were such narcs? Finally, a Seattle man is in some trouble after trying to rob a pizza delivery driver. Idiot. Never bite the hand that feeds you. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and this weekend is going to be a super weekend. With our iHeartRadio all-access free preview weekend, that means you get to listen to millions of songs, albums, and playlists, all 100% free on iHeartRadio. All you have to do is open up the app and let the music play. You don't have to pay for anything. It is Super Weekend with the iHeartRadio all-access free preview weekend. All you got to do right now is go to the App Store on your phone and download our free iHeartRadio app right now. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From the- 
mess with Bill. Yeah, don't mess with Mike Wallace. You don't mess with Scott Maxwell either. Scott Maxwell writes the Ticking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel every Wednesday at this time. We talk to Scott, usually about what he's writing about. Please welcome Mr. Maxwell back to the program. Hello, Scott. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? What's the matter? Why are you laughing about, Mo? Now, you kind of had a huff in your in that response. You did. Like, like, I'm doing all right. You know, it's like, I'm doing all right. Don't ask me, but it's, it's okay. I'm hanging in there. I was, you know what, I was finishing typing up an email to somebody, and I, you know what I said, I'm, I had to make that mental shift. This is this is Jim time. This is Jim and Scott time. That's, so that's it's, right. It's, it's all focused now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, first of all, I wanted to. You had a, a column earlier this week. I want to get to this healthy marriage uh, mandate, but in a, in a minute or so. Uh-huh. Sure. But uh, you had a, a column. You split it in half about the constitutional amendments that Floridians will face right. this fall. And at this particular point in time, let's just talk about the casino amendment, because on first blush, let me see if I get this right. When I first saw, saw it, I said, oh, wow, uh, a casino amendment, meaning that there's an amendment allowing Floridians, wherever they live, to decide, you know, home rule, whatever you want, uh, to be able to uh, decide for themselves if they want a casino in their in their community. Let's say, uh, uh, you know, Tampa or, or Orlando or or, or right. Palm Beach. And uh, and that's not what the that's not what the amendment is, is it? No. And in fact, uh, you're right. That, that the notion you have talked about is one I have generally supported. I'm not I'm not a guy who believes uh, casinos need to be crammed down anybody's throats. And uh, it should probably be it's fair to decide it on a location by location basis. But what this amendment would do is it would require statewide voter voter approval to the tune of 60 percent, by the way, because that's the way we do things now for any place to open up a casino. And what that means is if uh, Palm Beach, for instance, decided, you know what, we got to bring in some revenue. People are sick of driving to Miami to play in the card rooms or go uh, play slots down there. They would have to ask the entire state of Florida, and that includes you know, the conservative panhandle, Jacksonville, Gadsden County, Pensacola, uh, for permission. And really, when you when you start to think, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it would also, by the way, be damn near impossible because things don't get upwards of 60 percent very often. Right. That's because it's not about democracy, really. This is a play by one company, really, uh, mm. with help from another. I wonder which one. one. Yeah, that one company is ours, Jim. Right here in our own backyard, it's Disney World. And they are um, – that's, that's not my uh, – that's not my my guess. It's not my speculation. It is documentable. This is uh, Disney has pumped almost the entire amount. I think it was whatever number I used in that four or five million dollars single handedly to put this uh, ballot on uh, initiative on the ballot. And the reason is because Disney doesn't want competition. If you're coming to sure. Florida and you're staying at a casino, that's you know, and you're taking a hundred bucks to the blackjack table, it's a hundred bucks. You're not taking to to you know the fantasy world or uh, or Epcot or or or, or I don't think Fantasy world's a real thing. Uh, to well, in our <laughs> dreams, it is. But yeah, I understand what you're is. saying. So, so, and and they're trying to use the state constitution to thwart competition. So that, that's really. And the oh, by the way, I notice I said there's one, all, there are all there's one other company. The other company that is supporting it's almost fully funded by Disney. It has also has a direct. It's the Seminole Tribe. Yeah, sure, certainly. <laughs> because course. they don't want any more competition. Because they're like, yeah, we got the biggest casinos in the state. We don't want uh, Harrah's or Caesars or anybody else coming. Down. Yeah, well, how about the idea that maybe people would okay if you're living in uh, let's say Kentucky, and uh, you say, hey, let's go to Florida because they've got some casinos down there. I mean, not everybody who decides to go to Florida is deciding to go to. 
to Disney. I mean, and I understand, look, Disney says, we get them on the property. We're going to keep them on the property. That's why we have wave machines, because we don't want them getting in cars and going to the ocean. I mean, that's, that's right. part of that's part of the deal as well. I understand that. But at the same time, somebody's business, I would imagine that if you had a uh, a referendum or vote here in central Florida, for the most part, I don't think people would vote for casinos because Disney and Universal SeaWorld, that's the mother's milk of our economy. We get it. But what do we care whether, let's say, Naples decides to have a casino or it's legalized gambling? All right. And first of all, I love to say the word Naples. Yeah, but uh, you're right about everything you just said, uh, and that uh, I think people would not vote for it here. But there is a, not only is there a market when you were talking about people from Kentucky coming down to Florida, it's a gigantic market. I think we have discussed before. People, some people don't realize the casino over in Tampa, the Hard Rock. Yeah. It is like the fifth largest casino on planet Earth. I'm right. not talking about on the Eastern Seaboard and the United States. I'm saying on planet. Earth, there is such a demand because there's already a demand. If you if you if you're going to go uh, somewhere to gamble, it doesn't really make a difference. You might as well go a place that's uh, nice. Right. People want to come here, so this effort to clamp down is really anti-free market at at its best. Like you say, I don't really feel like I need one in my backyard. But but who the hell am I to tell Broward County? Uh, if they decide they want to open uh, slot machines and blackjack, that, that, or, and what the, who the hell's business is it in Pensacola to say they shouldn't do that? That's why it becomes, it's really just use, businesses using the Constitution. Yeah, before I move on to the healthy marriage uh, mandate, I mean, is Disney upfront about this? Does Disney say, or any spokesman for Disney say, well, of course that's, we're behind this. We don't want any gambling anywhere near uh, anything in the Sunshine State. It's all about uh, closing off and uh, bringing people and money into the, into the theme park. Are they open about it? or did they do that high horse? Well, we're very concerned about the problems associated with legalized gambling and what it means for fam- you know, that old the yeah, boilerplate. They, they cannot hide that it's them, so they do acknowledge it's them, but they do but they do a little bit more of what you're talking about with the high horse. And I will say you have to give Disney one bit of credit. They are honest in their belief that gambling is not something that they want to invest in. Yeah. And the best evidence of that is they are the only major cruise line on certainly in America that operates where the boats don't have ships don't have casinos. Yeah. And that's because so so they have made a decision. That's also why the cruises cost about, you know, $20,000 to go for a week. But uh, but they, they've made a decision that's not part of their brand. But that's Disney's decision. I mean, it's Disney's decision not to have a brand shouldn't shouldn't be a decision that also impacts, uh, uh, you know, uh, Naples and every other uh, southwest part of the state. As a matter of fact, in the panhandle, you think that some of those hard, uh, hard luck counties might say, yeah, let's have some gambling here to raise a little bit of revenue other than uh, bringing in uh, tax money from alfalfa so, farms. All right. So I'm going to take a little detour because this is just fascinating, and I bet you have not read a thing about this yet. There are, in fact, these poor counties, and one of them is Gadsden that I mentioned right. before. It's, it's a mostly one of Florida's mostly black counties, at least last time I checked the Democrat. They got all kinds of uh, problems out there. They wanted some money. So to try to get around gambling laws, this is the new one. You're going to read about this at some point in time. They, they have come up with a new kind of slot machine, Jim, and the idea for this is you walk up to the slot machine, and the screen already tells you whether you've won or lost. What? So, yeah, now think about this, and it makes no sense at first. You walk up, and you walk up, and so somebody says, you can put a dollar in to play this screen, but you're already telling you it's a loser. So why would anybody in their right mind put a dollar into a machine when they know it's telling them it's a loser because they're not really paying for that screen. They're paying for the chance to look at the next screen. 
Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so I got you. This is the way the newest trick that the gambling operators, and they're going up and saying, well, this isn't gambling. There's no chance involved. You know before you put your dollar in right. whether you're going to win. So this is the new thing that they're trying, and Gadsden is one, and these panhandle counties you're talking about, they're talking about where there is money to be made, there will always be creative ways and therefore litigation. Got a few more minutes. Let's move over to this issue of that you've written about the healthy marriage mandate that they're tossing mm-hmm. about in the state capitol during the legislative session. The healthy marriage mandate. Mm-hmm. What is this? Jim, this is a, you you may be uh, familiar. I think we've talked about it before that uh Tallahassee has had a little bit of a uh, problem well, the guys have had a little bit of keeping the trouble keeping the tackle in the box, if you know what I mean. Right. They've uh, we've had I think at least three legislators caught having affairs uh, in the last just three months. Uh, another one had to resign over sexual harassment uh, issues. All four of these people uh, are, were married at the time. Uh, I've we've uh, they, they, we've had reports of uh, male legislators who play games uh, to see who can sleep with the most married people. I, I, I have I, gotten. I have gotten called, Jim, from, I'm going to say, it, the wives or mistresses of at least five different legislators. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Local? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't they call them session wives? You know, when yeah, they're there, having... An, well, I don't know if the mistresses like to call themselves session wives, but that's the that's the wink and the nod they say in the chambers. Don't let the wives meet the session wives. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, some, I don't get as many as I used to, but those calls, Jim, I, they would be when you come in the office around nine a.m. and it says call received at two thirty-five a.m. <laughs> so the healthy <laughs> marriage mandate. So what? what, what, yes, what is sorry, this? I got sidetracked. So all these people who uh, sleep with each other, they want to pass a new law that requires citizens of Florida to read a healthy marriage manual before they can get a wedding license. Get out of here. You would actually be denied a wedding license until you could prove that you had taken a look at the healthy marriage guidebook. It's like the Catholic Church, you know. I mean, it? you just have to go for instruction before the, you know, before the church will put approval, uh, you know, on you even getting uh, on, on you getting married. Right. So is this yeah. going anywhere? Or is this just a bunch oh, of? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> it, it, well, it, it started a little bit of a debate yesterday, and they started fighting over what needs to be in it. But to answer most questions, this thing I think would tell uh, couples that are about to be wed how they need to work on their communication, how they need to discuss finances. And by the way, this is all fine stuff. This is stuff that my wife and I uh, did with our uh, pastor before we got married twenty uh, some years ago. But you know what, Jim? That's something we decided to do. Right. That's something we decided to voluntarily, and that's the way the world works. I don't think we need government coming in and telling us what kind, what kind of uh, marriage counseling we need to get, and we sure as hell don't need it from these people who play beach blanket bingo without the beach blankets every day up there in Tallahassee. All right, I got a great assignment. If you want to throw it around to the newsroom, yeah. see if anybody want to, right. wants to pick up on it. This is because of the Steve Wynn story coming out of, out of Las Vegas. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Orlando, Metro Orlando, Central Florida, to a certain degree, mirrors Las Vegas. It's uh, Las Vegas without the gambling and maybe some of the shows. But it's the issue of sexual harassment within the hospitality industry, whether it's housekeepers, mainly housekeepers, and people who work in the, you know, the, the, the $10, $11 an hour wage earners in the hospitality industry and then being victims of sexual harassment, if not sexual assault, within that industry. I think it's a story. I don't know if anybody's touched the story yet. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Las Vegas because of the accusations against Steve Wynn. And essentially, people said the the industry in Las Vegas is rife 
with this kind of harassment. I wonder whether anybody, whether it's a paper, print, or electronic, has even thought about looking into this. In Las Vegas, as a matter of fact, I think it's Las Vegas, they've come up with the idea of having panic buttons for housekeepers. Because many times they're confronted by high rollers in their rooms, or anybody in their rooms, you know, make uh, unwanted sexual advances, if not sexual assault, you have managers who are engaging in this kind of behavior, housekeeping managers, and I'm just, you know, just, just might want to throw it out there. I think it's a great story to look at ourselves in this in this community. We employ so many people in the hospitality industry. Absolutely. Well, I will tell you this, and I think you are you're right. I I would imagine there is some of that. I'm of the impression that you you got to be really careful with this stuff. The, these stories that come out, uh, the ones that are legitimate, are not thrown together lightly by by these. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say sort of serious publications. And I've probably gotten three people reach out to me about a variety of things. Educators, politicians really? who said there there may be sexual harassment. And I've all, I've sort of got. I hate to sound like it's try a, a standard response says. Well, you know what? If there's a story to tell, we are not afraid to tell it. But let me tell you what we got to have. There's got to be people who are willing to speak. Yep. There's got to be documentation. There's got to be, uh, we're, you know, we're not going. And that's usually where it ends. I've yet to have a single one of those. And I'm not trying to belittle any of their uh, of the people who are bringing these. But that all that stuff had to come together in these other cases. Well, and, it, and it takes some time. Yeah, well, it's tough, too. I mean, if you're making $10, $11 an hour, you're an unskilled laborer. You're in the hospitality industry. You probably got, I need the job. I need the job. If I start complaining, I go to the media, tell the story, this, that, whatever. And who are they going to believe anyway? Are they going to believe some fat cat who owns a hotel or works for a hotel chain, you know, one of the big ones? Or are they going to believe me, you know, somebody who cleans the bathroom and changes the sheets in the room? That is absolutely a legitimate concern. However, I'm going to submit that the the uh, burden of proof is almost flipped. I mean, these days in the climate we're in, the belief is uh, is almost guilty from the get go. And if you need further proof of that, just look at Steve Wynn. His company's entire company's stock dropped ten percent in the two hours after that story broke. I just looked while we were talking. I think it's down like twenty percent since three days ago. I mean, my, my point is you, you're. I understand. People who are, are uh, who have, who feel like they have been harassed or who have been harassed, you, you're right. They can be squashed, especially in court. But I think part of the Me Too movement has given people a reason to feel emboldened that they will their accusations will not be swept under the rug. I think Steve Wynn has had a facelift. Oh God! Oh yeah. my goodness! Oh my goodness! That, All right. Yeah. Just getting a consensus on this. Though. He's got a he's got a great voice. He does. He's, yeah, oh, yeah, you're lucky he doesn't try uh, middays in the uh, Central Florida market gym oh. or at late afternoon. Does he really? I didn't know that. He's the one oh, yeah, who, yeah. I think, put a thumb through a Picasso painting as well. I bought, you know, like a $10 million painting, if not Correct. more. And he said, hey, look what I just clunked, ah! bought, and put his finger yeah, through it. He also got into a, uh, I think it was a shoving match with George Clooney one night. Stop uh, Really? They were arguing over Obamacare. Oh, yeah, the, guy, the guy's a character. All right, there you go. So. What's coming up in the next column? What are you working on? Well, I got the healthy marriages for tomorrow, and then Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday this weekend, I have uh, contacted all six major candidates for governor. I believe I'm the first journalist to do so, and I'm basically going to start outlining what their platforms are Good. to give a little heads up on uh, on the real issues, not the horse race, not the polls, not the tweets, uh, what you might get if you get one of these guys uh, in office next year. There you year. go. Good job, as always. We'll talk to you My next week. Talking with you. All right, Scott Maxwell, he writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel every Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.
Remember the song uh, shot when you went to the discotheque? Yeah, you worked during the day, then took your little disco nap, and then uh, got it all together, put your polyester uh, you know, bell bottoms on. That was back in the days of Robocontis, which was the big discotheque in Tampa when I was going to college at USF in the early, early, 19, early 1970s. Picked out your hair, you know, when you had hair. And... What do you mean when I had hair? I still have hair now. It's just short and white. <laughs> well, when you got out there and did your thing. Jim, I want you to know that these days... What's your favorite dance move? Watusi? The twist. Nothing says disco like the twist. Nothing says... No. It wasn't the disco. No. no. That's pre-disco. Mm-hmm. I think you got your... Uh, the twist was modified. And Chubby Checker came back when disco came out. Funky Chicken? What was oh, it? Watusi, Funky Chicken? Watusi wasn't bad. The twist wasn't bad. Anyway, Jim, I want so you to know... So got those moves... I have many, many, many dance moves. Can you show moves. us a little of I'm that not, funky chicken? I'm not going to do any dance moves right now. <laughs> okay, oh, all right, just rap. asking. Can you work on that maybe for next week, do a little video? I'm not doing any videos, Jim. You but a uh, dance. I'd love that. Oh, I could do the is, twist. I'm not dancing. My knees aren't as good I'm as they used to Women love dance. a man who can dance. Oh, sure. Just saying. Real men. Great men. <laughs> yeah, here we go. You think that Bill Belichick dances? Yes, yes totally. As a matter of fact, I've seen oh. it on YouTube. You think that Tom Brady dances? Most Certainly, definitely. of course. Definitely. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. Brandon he, Cooks. These guys yes. don't dance. These guys are football do. players. So what? Lynn Swan used to take ballet. You have any idea who Lynn Swan was? Yes. So there. Who was on uh, Dancing with the Stars? Jerry Rice. Thank Emmett you. Smith. Emmett Smith. There you go. They got paid to do that, though. They didn't really want to do it. They got paid. It was just, a, just a TV thing. No, there's, no, that's chump change. They got more money than they were paid for Dancing with the Stars. They wanted to get out there and strut their stuff, do Shake their it. thing. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, like you yeah. asked me earlier about the Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, so what do you think? You can find it when you go follow me on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. At ShotDoctor969. Mm-hmm. I'm already up there. I've been twittering all day. Not twittering. I put three twitterings been, up there. Yeah, yeah. I've got, and I have uh, followers left and right, so I am twittering at, at ShotDoctor969. Well, that's hit- fine. I'm very happy for you, but I got uh, the arthritis and a little uh, a little bit of lumbago. So tell me who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, what the I, score I will be. I got the Patriots winning by a score of 46-10. to 10. Whoa. Really? This game is going to be a laugher. A this game you have... A pathetic, mediocre backup quarterback against the great Tom Brady. Yeah. In this game, you have a scared Doug Peterson against the great Bill Belichick. Going to be a joke, huh? 46 to 10, Patriots. You can write that one down. I did. I just wrote it down. It'll be over fast also. What do you mean fast? They'll go out in the lead and never look back. There'll be no penalties, no timeouts, nothing. Like, you know uh, when you have halftime? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That 30-minute halftime stuff they you have. You watch that? You gotta watch Justin Timberlake? Oh, Justin. He's a great entertainer. JT, he's really good. I will not watch one second of that. When it comes to halftime and Super Bowls, yeah. I get up from my chair. Have a snack. I go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. I have lunch or dinner, whatever time it might be. Right. Okay, I go online. I change the channel. I put on the, like the highlights and stuff. And then when, when the halftime is over, I come back and I watch the game. Okay. Oh, All do you right. watch the Puppy Bowl? I don't watch Puppy Bowls. I don't watch commercials. All right, let me ask you. When do you start watching? 
Oh, oh I know what you're saying. Kickoff is what, 6.30? Yeah. 6.30. Okay, so when do you, so Super Bowl Sunday, when do you start watching? When they kick the ball off is when I first start watching. I mean, you don't start watching at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and all what the pregame. What kind of buffoonery is Ooh, that? Bro, don't jump. I'm just asking you a question. Easy, bro. It's Come five on. and a half hours of. Oh, I'm yeah. Piers Morgan and you're President Trump. Let's just have a conversation here. Oh, when do you start watching? At 6.30 when the ball is kicked off to begin the game. That's what do you, when I start what do you watch before the game? Golf. The Phoenix Open. That's weak. Oh, brother. <laughs> what do you mean it's weak? That's that is weak. sad. I mean, nobody's doing that. Sad. I'm watching nobody's... golf. Big news. What, whatever, whatever NBA stuff is on, that's the kind of stuff I do. Nobody's paying any attention. Well, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have updates all week, Jim, when you follow me on Twitter, at ShotDoctor969. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at uh, the script today for Shot Doctor Casting Call. Uh, who do we have in this one? We have Shot Doctor. Uh, is that Mo it that is. I see? Pinkman yes, as well. Hello. We take a movie. I take a scene from the movie. Then we act it out on the air. Shot Doctor, you've looked this one over. You're familiar with this movie? I've gone over this one several different times, and I have the knowledge and the technology to pull this one off again. Yeah, I just asked you whether you had knowledge of the movie oh, beforehand. I, I do now. Oh. Mm. All right. Everybody take your places, please. Cables are set aside. And the uh, the doors are closed. We have the red lights on. No admittance to the soundstage. Cameras rolling and action. You know, when they built these roads, they had no thought of drainage in mind. So we had to take a special Jeep up to the main road. In fact, we were lucky to even get a Jeep since just the day before, only one that we had broke down. It had a bad axle. Excuse me, sir. There's been a little problem in the cockpit. The cockpit? What is it? It's the little room in front of the plane where the pilots sit, but that's not important right now. You see, the first officer is ill, and the captain needs someone to help him with the radio. Do you know anything about planes? Uh, well, I flew in the war, but that was years ago. I wouldn't know anything about it. Well, would you go up, please? The stewardess said that both pilots? Can you fly this plane and land it? Uh, Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Doctor, I've checked everyone. Mr. Stryker's the only one. Well, I flew single-handed engine fighters in in the Air Force, but this plane (laughs) had four engines. It's an entirely different kind of flying altogether. It's an an entirely entirely different different kind kind of flying. flying. Besides, I haven't touched any kind of plane in six years. (laughs) Mr. Stryker, I know nothing about flying. But there's only one thing I do know. You're the only one on this plane who can possibly fly it. You're the only chance we've got. Cut. My God, that was good. Uh, even, that was... A double, even a double audio. That was uh, good. Yeah, with all due respect, uh, mediocre at best. Once you went to the second page, you lost it. <laughs> yeah, what happened at the top of the second page? Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You didn't even say the first line up there. You just went to, well, I flew single engine, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You forgot hold, the first. Hold, hold on a second. Wait a minute. There's a question, right? Yes. Hold on a second. I've been bamboozled. Why? Yeah. I'm not sure why. Doctor checked everyone. <laughs> Mr. Stryker's the, the only one. one. <laughs> oh, I see I'm what happened. Sure oh, I, I think I missed a line. You did. Yeah, you he did miss a line. Did. Yeah. Oh then he started slurring. Yeah, he did. He had a couple oh, of belts why? before he came in here. <laughs> 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 I finally got into your bloodstream. <laughs> oh, I see what happened. I missed a line. Then I got. Then after that, I got discombobulated. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. certainly. But Sorry. outside of that, Jim, I thought I was I was uh, dapper, mm-hmm. quick. Elusive and shifty. Yes. Hey, that's you. That's describing you. Okay. All right. Good job, uh, Shot. What do you got planned for tonight? What's on the... What are you going to watch? The um... I got a combination of things. Not with the Magic and the Lakers. Lakers are in town. It's always big. Yeah. Magic coming in with a record of 14 and 35. Ay, caramba. See. 
Uh, we have the Knicks are on tonight. Virginia's on tonight playing college basketball. We got Super Bowl live also. All kinds of stuff tonight. Why would you watch the Magic? They stink. I watch the NBA. I watch Magic games. I watch it all. Did you yeah. see when James Harden got 60 points? Saw that. True fans support their team regardless of whether they win or lose, Mo. Mm. Plus, as you know, I'm a big mm. NBA fan, so I watch all these games. Nice. People guess the movie, Jim. Yeah, what is it? Uh, Amadeus. <laughs> Fun for forever. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the Hand That Rocks the Cradle. From Here to Eternity. Um, Naked Gun. Uh, let's see. Back to the Future. Uh, snakes on a Plane. And then speaking of planes, many get oh Greece too was guessed. Oh, yeah. And then many guesses for airplane. Airplane's still funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean when you watch the clips. I'm don't not... call me Shirley. I yeah. love that part. Mm-hmm. That's still a great line. Yeah. That one had many great lines we did, Jim. So I'm the, very very happy with this today. Did you get I mean, did you understand it? <laughs> I mean I, I mean do you understand the joke? I mean, do you understand you get what... it? Here, did you ever hear this before? Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn now. No shot. You ever hear the line, Shirley, you can't be serious? I am serious, and don't, don't call, call me, me Shirley. Shirley. By the great... Lloyd Bridges. No, it wasn't. Lloyd Bridges was in the movie, but it wasn't Lloyd Bridges. Uh, let's see. Who's the, the other guy? Here. The great Canadian actor. <gasps> Michael J. Fox. Perry Como. Perry Como? Yeah, the great <laughs> Canadian actor, Perry Como. Oh, it's Jordis. I speak Jive. Oh, good. Oh, that's a good one. Just hang loose blood. She's going to catch up on the rebound on the med side. <laughs> the great <laughs> Barbara <laughs> Billingsley. That's Barbara Billingsley. That's Barbara Billingsley. From Leave It to the Beaver. classic <laughs> American comedy airplane. You would get a kick out of it, I think. All right, quickly, what do you have to play for dinner tonight? Uh, we're going to have ham sandwiches tonight. Yeah, okay. oh, Leftovers or something new? Uh, nice fresh. freshly sliced in this morning. Thousand yeah. Island dressing. Spinach on top of that. Couple of bananas on the side. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. That's the kind of stuff. Yeah, good for you. I'm ready. Staying healthy. Good for you. That's what Once I again, did. the Super Bowl score, your prediction? I have 46 to 10 Patriots. Okay, Shot Doctor, thank you very much. Good job today. We'll see you next Wednesday. Shot Doctor, I'll be ready. our good friend from down the hallway. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> it's time to rise above the fudge jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the five minute professor. Oh, I got that right. Let's learn something new. Time for the five minute professor. Greetings and salutations. Salutations, Professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file, a pleasure, as always, to be with you. <laughs> what do you got for us today? Well, it turns out it's something that uh, ends up being in the news, and I love when this happens, when uh, I decide I'm going to research something, and I research it, and then there's a news story which uh, makes more or less the point which I'm trying to make. Okay. United Airlines turned away a woman who was trying to bring her emotional support peacock onto Get the plane. out of here. A peacock, a full-grown male peacock that they had told her three times earlier they were not going to allow onto the plane. Yeah, it would and be like, yeah, you're not airport. getting on the plane. Sue us all you want. I'm sorry. This is not happening. You can't bring your turtle or your kangaroo either. <laughs> what? Who's bringing a kangaroo on a plane? There's been. There's, I've well, seen photographs. Somebody peacock? brought a pet. They're, they're therapy yeah. kangaroo. A week ago, Mara, you would have said it about a peacock. That's correct. Yeah. So the reason we're doing this uh, this week is because it was a suggestion from a listener to the Phillips File right. who made the suggestion on the 5-Minute Professor Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first person who suggested it uh, wanted to talk about it because 
her service animal had saved her life. And that's phenomenal when you get right down to it. Uh, But neither she nor the other uh, person who who I got to talk to at length uh, about his experience with service animals have what we would call a traditional service animal, a seeing-eye dog, a, uh, a hearing animal, or a service animal that does work for persons with disabilities other than blindness or deafness. And explain to the audience, if Ken, what the difference is between a therapy dog and a service animal, primarily well, a service dog. And that is the big difference, isn't it? Because there is a service animal, a, 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 normally a dog, right. and according to the ADA, either a dog or a miniature horse, because they're the only ones which are protected by the ADA, service dogs and miniature horses, uh, which perform functions that their their owner or the person who they work for uh, cannot do. So a seeing-eye dog sees on behalf of a person with uh, sight impairment. Uh, a hearing-ear dog reacts to audio cues on behalf of the person who they service. And there are a number of people who are otherwise disabled who are serviced by animals. And those animals can be something other than a dog or a small horse, but only dogs and miniature horses are protected by the ADA. Lots of individuals who suffer from PTSD, whether it's through a wartime experience or something else, have service dogs. Service dogs can offer them some sort of protection when they're in in crowds. They can also alert them in some instances Uh when someone is quite possibly just uh, moments away from having some type of seizure. The service animal can pick up on that and uh, and and alert the person. There's a legitimate reason for this, but that's not to to be able to just to take your animal, whatever your pet, on a on a on a flight someplace. And it burns and me up. Things like this story <laughs> with this woman with her peacock, uh, and a story which which has burned my butt for years now, um, are the reason we can't have nice things. That that whenever you make something which is a legitimate service to people that legitimately need it, Right. someone will come along and try and make it about them. Yeah, or take advantage of it. And, and this is exactly the case. Now, the people that contacted me, yeah. uh, the woman has a service dog, and the service dog's primary, primary function, the, the function for which it was trained, and that's the thing about service animals. They need to be trained to do the thing which they're going to do. Uh, and a a dog which or a cat or a turtle or a peacock or a kangaroo which just makes you feel more comfortable doesn't need to be trained to do it these animals that need to be trained to perform a function have to be able to learn to identify the signs which lead them to need to do their thing and this woman's particular service animal responds to the sound of her glucosimeter i think that's how it's pronounced the her her blood sugar meter, and when the alarm sounds, the the animal jumps to action to alert someone else to the problem right. that that she's having because she's no longer going to be able to make the reactions which are required of her if she's asleep, if she passes out, and same thing with seizure animals. Seizure animals sometimes can be trained to predict. To, to see the, right. the things which lead up to it.
but no matter what, once a seizure happens, they make sure that someone is alerted to make sure that the person is okay. Even therapy dogs should be properly trained, uh, but anybody can go on eBay now or anywhere and get and one of those vests and put them on the dog and say, well, it's yeah. a therapy dog. Uh, I know I know individuals who train therapy dogs, it, and in this particular case, it's an arduous test for the person and for the dog as well. Isn't there another easy. category called comfort dog, though? You know, there's service animals and there's all that, but I think there's something called comfort dog. If it gives you comfort. Yeah, well, too bad. You're not well, getting on the plane because you got a comfort dog. I'm sorry. They can get on the comfort plane. That is the thing. Is this, the, this comfort thing is not a service animal. Thank it's a you. thing which gives you comfort. Now, it, sometimes... A dog can be a service animal, which also provides comfort, but it has to it has to be trained to do the things which it does. the The other listener who contacted me, their service animal deals with a daughter who has both mental and psychological issues, and really helps to control the bipolar episodes mm. when when they happen. And hey, I've had and. Jim, you've probably had animals that are like this that know when you need them to be around. Of course. And these dogs just know you've had a bad day, and they come and they, they want to be with you. But that's not what a service animal is. A service animal has to be trained to recognize symptoms and respond. Yeah, I think Delta Airlines last week or the week before said, enough is enough, that's it, we're not, we're not dealing with this crap anymore. And so if you have a service animal, I think they're requesting, I don't know what the requirements are, but you've know, you got to be prepared to show them a lot of paperwork. You can't just show up with, a, with, a, with an animal. I don't care whether it's uh, you know, a cockatoo you know, or, uh, or a salamander. You know, with some hints and say, "Hey, you know, you got to make room for me and my and my and my beast." What's next, a what? camel? <laughs> what, you get on board with a camel. No, he can't get the on camel with a camel. Gives you some kind of comfort or, mm-hmm. th- you know, service. Get out. They don't you say know. it's service; they say comfort. I don't now. care they what think it is. Well, guess what? You're not getting on this plane. You Welcome know, to us. Noah's Airlines. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's a there's a couple of things which go into that. One is that the animal has to be controlled. The animal has to be controlled. It has to respond to the owner, it has to stay under the control of the owner, and uh, and it has to be a reasonable size. Yeah. So you, you can't have a Great Dane or a, a St. Bernard necessarily as your service animal to take onto an airplane. But if that's your seeing eye dog, if it's your, if yeah. your seeing eye dog is a... But if it, yeah, but if it's a service animal that's been trained to be a service right. animal, let's say it's a Great Dane, then then it's a service animal. But there's protocol and procedures that one should have to follow in order. You can't just say it's my service animal and I want room for this on board. You know, they they, they pee, they defecate, they got fleas. Some of these animals, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm. I don't know what, well, people are reticent to say anything because for so long they thought, okay, this is legitimate. This is someone who's hurting. You know, I don't want to be the bad guy here. And then all of a sudden they say, what's this guy coming on board with a burrow for? Yeah, a peacock. That's ridiculous. You know, I yeah. mean, exactly. Uh, it's squawking and dropping feathers everywhere and birds, they'll poop anywhere. You know, so yeah, that, the exactly guy's getting on board with a silverback gorilla. And, uh, and all of a sudden right. you know, people are saying, wait a minute, something's wrong here. And, and, yep. In every state, true service animals are protected by the ADA. Yeah. But there are some questions you can ask. And in the state of Florida, well, since July of 2015, you can ask – you can't ask if the, if the person 
is disabled. You ask if this animal provides a service. No. Yeah, what is the yeah. service? Well, and what is the service? That is what you you need to ask. What is the service? And well, can it provide? And Delta has started requiring, and some cruise lines as well oh, require that you prove that you have the that you have the need for a service animal. So you have to provide doctor's notes that prove that you require yeah. the service animal. Yeah, you just can't print something off of the internet and say, oh, and well, here's the, yeah. here's the document any more than I should be able to go there and say, oops, I just got a certificate. Now I'm a, uh, I'm a pastor. Uh, there was a uh, person who I fun, knew. Though. Who had a uh, he? He was part of a condo association, and the condo association got sick and tired because a number of the homeowners had dogs that they didn't clean up after, mm-hmm. and it was in a place which had very little grass area, and the the homeowners weren't cleaning up after the animals, and as an association, they voted to not allow right. dogs. Okay, hold Not that thought. What do you want to do? What do you, what do you, what do you just hold on, hold on, Professor. What okay. do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, we can do the quiz now. We just have to be done by 37. All right, so uh, give me another uh, 30 seconds, maybe a minute, I'll and then we have to do this seconds. quiz. All right, so there's miniature horses uh, that uh, help to pull wheelchairs and act as support for persons, say, with uh, Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my favorite type of animal, however, which hardly ever gets used anymore, but it was the helper monkey. Oh, a on. type of assistance animal. Uh, similar to an assistance dog that was specially trained for people, especially with quadriplegia yes. uh, and severe spinal cord injuries because they could train them. Now, it took seven years to train one of these helper monkeys, and they would start from their infancy, but then they would live for 25 to 30 years, which is one of the things yeah. that you need to factor in. How long is a service animal going to be able to be able to provide that service related to how long it takes to train them? Uh-huh. Well, in many cases, the monkey can retrieve medication. They can get food. Sure. I mean, they're absolutely amazing what someone could do. It's just time for people to be a little bit more... Or it's okay to to have some uh, to, to hesitate when you see you know when somebody's stro- strolling into the airport with their uh, cockatoo or their peacock. Is that okay? This is not, not so much. I'm, I'm, I yeah. need to talk to somebody with the airline. This is not happening. I'm not sitting next to somebody or near somebody with a with a damn peacock. Since 2007, the U.S. federal government revised its definition of service animal yeah. under the ADA, and non-human primates are no longer recognized as service animals. It turns out that human primates are also not recognized as service animals. <laughs> right. Are you ready for the question? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, please. Let's go ahead. What year did SNL air their bathroom monkey parody ad starring Janine Garofalo? Uh, Jim, that's 1983. More recently than 1983. Moira, 1988. Uh, more recently than 1988. Wow, Gene Garofalo. Oh, boy. Hey, Jack, 2000. Less recently than 2000. Fritz. Now we have a Fritz. range. Mr. Fritz. 1995. Absolutely correct. Nice. Oh, Fritz is on go. fire. All right, we've got uh, four minutes. Janine Garofalo was only on from November of 94 till May of 95. Okay. Janine Garofalo has never gone away, though. She's had steady work on TV and movies continually since she was on the Ben Stiller show. But my favorite role of hers was what 1999 film with Ben Stiller as Mr. Furious and Paul Rubens as the Spleen. Mm. Oh. Yeah, huh. I, I Any idea? I have oh, no idea. We need a clue. Another clue. And uh, she uh, was it, the bowler. She was a bowler. Uh, Zoolander. Kinnear, what? Greg, no. <laughs> Greg Kinnear was Captain Amazing. Yeah, we have no answer. Wait, Pink Man. Oh, Pink Man. What are you Pink doing? Man. Looking that up? What do you do? No. 
Kingpin? Ah, no. What is it? Mystery Men. Never heard of it. No, never heard uh, of it. Another, uh, another. It's a good film. Good film. Um, yeah, Rappel okay. played the bowler. I think her father's skull was in the bowling ball. Oh, uh, anyway, the band Bowling for Soup was founded in 1994 in which U.S. state? Uh, bowling for Soup, uh, that yes. was, uh, believe it or not, Bowling for Soup was uh, Georgia. Further west. Jack, Colorado. Further east. Moira, Oklahoma. Further south. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. Texas. Holding down the fort, Mr. Fritz. Thank you very much. Stupid Fritz. That was Wichita Falls, Texas. Wichita Falls is home to what Ripley's, believe it or not, calls the world's littlest skyscraper. Built in 1919 as uh, investment fraud. Uh, this four-story <laughs> building was listed at 480 inches mm -hmm. instead of feet on the blueprints. How much interior floor space in this four-story high-rise? In, in square feet. In square feet? square feet, yes. Four stories tall. Wait, I don't, I don't, I don't follow. How many square feet of total floor space inside of a four-story office building? It was only 480 inches. Tall. Tall. Oh, we don't know how wide it was? Nope. Jim, 100. Uh, more than 100. Moira, 800. Fewer than 800. Here we go. Jack, 300. More than 300. Fritz. Yes. 600. Fewer than 600. Oh. Bankman, do it. Uh, Running uh, out of time. 450. 450 oh. is close enough for points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, quickly. Take that. Feet. In This is Spinal Tap, which World Heritage Site is accidentally created as a stage prop at 112th scale? Jim, that is, uh, that is Stonehenge. That is Stonehenge. Absolutely correct. Nicely done. The actual Stonehenge, we all know, was actually toppled by accident by an American family. I think they were called the Griswolds, uh, who won a European uh, vacation on a TV game show called Pig and a Poke in what year? <laughs> oh. 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 Okay, Jack, oh. 88. Before 88. Jim, 82. After 82. 84? After 84. Fritz, 87. Before 87. 86. 85. Oh. The number one hit this week in 1985 was you? I Want to Know What Love Is by I, what band? All right, hold I on. What, so what do you want me to do? Break. All right, hold on. Hold on for just a second. We'll uh, right. we'll can the music and finish up the quiz. It's the Phillips File with the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Swiss university will be offering a degree in yodeling. At last, a degree I can get. Next, an ex-bouncy castle salesman from London is apparently now the chief executioner for ISIS. My, what a turn that guy's life took. He must have been put out of business by Big Bouncy. Finally, some states are starting to use beer to salt icy roads. Sure, it's better for the environment and your car but it's wasting beer. Sad. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go to realradio.fm to see smells like teen spirit sung in 20 different styles. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Back to the five-minute professor. He gave a lecture on service animals, and now we're going to finish up with this quiz. Where do we go from here, professor? Wait a minute. Hold on. I think I got the wrong 
Is that the right one, Pikmin, or the wrong one? Professor, are you there? That's the right This one. sounds like there the right There we one. go. Sorry, I hit the wrong button there. No trouble at all. All right, so we have five questions remaining. Okay. You guys have totally missed the question, so you got to make a strong finish. Here we go. We worked on this. The number one hit this week in 1985 was I Want to Know What Love Is by Jim. what band? Moira. That's Foreigner. That is Foreigner. Thank you, Absolutely Mom. correct. I split the point with you. Uh, thank you. What was, what was Foreigner's best-selling album in the U.S.? It's not... Four. Munchak. That is their best worldwide bestseller. The album was named for a song inspired by a TV broadcast of a hockey game. What is their best-selling album in the United States? Seven times platinum. Cold as ice. Not cold as ice. That's a guess. great guess, though. That's a fine guess. Is it Stanley? Is it some kind of miracle? Uh, you know, something? Miracle you, on no, ice. No, no, no. Do you believe in no. miracles? It's about an injury during a hockey game. Bro- Face off. Not no, face off. No, no, we don't know. A puck in the face. Face off is never the answer. What's the answer? <laughs> double vision. Oh, oh fill my eyes with that double vision. Good work, Pinkman. Oh, it sounds just Sorry, like puck guys. in the face. I'm, I'm just going to wrap this up. A slightly bigger hit from the same <laughs> album was Hot Blooded. In that song, Lou Graham tells us he has a fever of 103. What is that temperature in Celsius? Uh, Jim, that's uh, uh, think about 75. Uh, dramatically lower. Jack, 30. Higher. Is it? Uh, oh, because no, 30. No, 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 no. Time. Uh, tick, 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 tick. Um, Fritz. Say, say a number. <laughs> Mr. Fritz. 45. Lower than 45. Next we go. 36. Higher than 36. 36, uh, 45. Pinkman, bring 40. it home. I'll take 40. Yeah, nice Pinkman. It's 39.4. Since we have your metric conversion hats on, most commercial airlines fly at around 30,000 feet or approximately six miles. Mm-hmm. How many meters high would that be? How many meters high? Six Jack, miles? 10,000 meters. Lower than 10,000. Jim, 7,000 meters. Higher than 7,000. Um, let's see. How about 30,000 feet? Six miles. Tw- Mr. Oh, Fritz. 8,000. Higher than 8,000. Wrap it up. Nine. Nine. 9,000 is absolutely correct. Nice there we go. Done. See, okay. Which airline puts about 5,000 flights a day in the air worldwide and announced this week that they're... Delta. Their... Delta is absolutely hey, correct. Good job picking that up at the end. Ooh. Some do? of you are going to be happy with this score, but not most of you. 88? 88? 70. Yes. 70? Yes. Who's Who's happy with that? It's a C, and it's barely a C minus. All right, Professor, let's wrap it up. Where are you going to be? Where are you appearing? I am going to be tomorrow night at the Silly Grape at the intersection of Fennel and Keller in Maitland. I'm going to be at Waco Taco on a Saturday, and I will be at Post Time Lounge and Cafe, where last night I did a live Facebook of oh. the very first round. And if you want to check out the 5-Minute Professor Facebook group, yep. uh, I'm going to do another live broadcast probably on Thursday night of the instant gratification round. There we go. Well, tune d- in. I might gratify you. Okay. Oh, All right. Anything for, anything for a little bit of pleasure. All right there, Professor. Thank you very much. We'll do it again next Wednesday. You got it? You got, you got it. it. Five Minute mm. Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Oh. There's the PPT music, person, place, or thing. Mr. Pingman, what's the prize for PPT? Oh, boy. It's a pair of tickets to see Lisa Lampanelli at the Hard Rock Live uh, this Saturday, February 3rd. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. There we go. Jackson, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. 
Yeah, it'd be a place. Let's learn something. Yeah, let's do a yeah. place. Thanks to Jackson. I hadn't done a place oh, yeah. in a while. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Clue number one, what is this place? According to an ancient myth, Hercules passed through this place and turned away the previous gods. I'll tell you right now, certainly it's not in the United States. It's not in North America, nor is it in South America. What really? is this place I speak of? Mm-hmm. It's going to be in Asia someplace, so let's say... Uh... Mediterranean Greece. Greece. That's your final answer? Yes. No, it's not Greece. Good guess, though. Here's uh, Kevin, clue number two. Kevin, its flag is almost identical to the flag of Indonesia, except for the ratio of height to width. Nepal. Nepal. That's your final answer. Sorry, it's not Nepal. Moving right along here. Here's Wayne with clue number three. It levies no income tax on individuals, millionaires, and billionaires. You can bet on it. Monaco. Monaco, he says. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, yeah there is. Bet on it. I got that clue. Yeah, bet on it. Was that the last clue, wait, or wait, did you know yeah. beforehand? Uh, nope, that gave it to me. Oh, there you go. Thank you very much. The payoff is good. Clue number four. It boasts some beautiful views of the Mediterranean and is a chance place for some royal bonding. <laughs> oh, Royale. Yeah. D Royale. This city state graces us. Get it? I get it. Princess Grace, yeah. As the second smallest and the most densely populated country in the world, city state, much like Singapore. Just saying. Points. Know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Add that to our C that we got. Oh, see, Hong minus. Kong is in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said Singapore. My bad. Mm. Still, Hong funny. Kong. Yeah, Singapore is uh, on the tip of Malaysia. Uh, Politico picked up the story about why the Florida congressman invited an alt-right guy to the State of the Union. Yeah, this is Congressman uh, Getz from the Panhandle. Getz, he's a yeah. he's a real white right-wing kook. Yeah, he's yeah he's as dumb as a mud fence. He's just trying to. Garner the spotlight as best he can. He knows he's in a district where he'll win re-election. And your friend Bill Sublette, not your friend, but I know you admired him and the school board and all that, and uh, yeah, quit the, the race for Orange County Mayor. He was running for Orange County Mayor. He pulled out. Why? Because J- uh, Jerry Demings is running? I don't know exactly why, yeah. but he's out. No kidding. Mm-hmm. He has mixed emotions, but he yeah. said no I supported sub- Sublette when he was running for mayor. Mm-hmm. That really worked out well. Mm. But he tired beat him. Now you got uh, Jerry Demings, a Democrat, and a couple of Republicans. Yeah. I think Jerry. Yeah. Was it? I like Jerry. What? Sublette went against Buddy Dyer? Back in the for- first time when they were running for mayor to take over from Glenda Hood. Mm. Or oh. Bill Frederick, one or the other, I can't remember. Glenda Hood, the no fun mayor. Oh, she was just. You know, <laughs> she was a almighty. stick in the mud. She was a real stick. You're absolutely yeah, correct. You know, yeah, just a real stick in the mud. Didn't want anybody to have any fun. Certainly not downtown. No. She didn't want anything downtown. She wanted everything to close up at 5 o'clock. She <laughs> hated the parade. She hated the festival. Oh. She hated any idea of anything going on. She put she you in a beer like, corral, remember? She was a real tight ass. She was the creator of the beer corral. Yeah, there used to be a thing called uh, Light Up Orlando, which was in downtown. You know, Fun. when, when you know, Orlando was still a hamlet for the most part. Yeah. Still a small town. But, you know, it was a great event. People had a great time. It was real loosey-goosey. They had parades and bed races and all manner of stuff going yeah. on. And people would, you know, they walk around and drink and this and that and music. And then she came along and said, everybody who's drinking beer has okay. to stand behind a, uh, a fence. Uh, uh-huh. We'll have them fenced off as beer gardens. Beer corral, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, why don't we bring some balloons and we'll give you a pin. You can pop those as well. 
Yeah. Don't rain she on my was, parade, Glenda Hood. Was just <laughs> Barbara Streisand points. Oh, good one. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Good show today. Uh, Thursday edition of The File gets on our way tomorrow at 3. Uh, Eddie the Shaman. No, no Eddie the Shaman tomorrow. We will talk with Pat Clark. We'll talk some sports with Patrick. That's tomorrow. When we get underway at 3, right after Sean, he's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grant like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some hands. Tom and Dan are next. Bye-bye and take care. is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. You can join Angel from the Monsters in the Morning at the 14th Annual Cars for the Cure Auto Show presented by Fields Auto Group on Saturday, February 10th 